Blog Talk Radio. The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to 
like raccoons or skunks But back to the regular schedule program The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven At 11-11, emerge at the other end Of those meditation portals And elevated walk tools Even some abort tools Any questions, comments or concerns Press 1 To everyone else Thanks for attending another session I'm pleased to teach but it's an honor to learn Certainly Courtesy of KTL University Oh please don't be frightened I'm terribly sorry about this You are Peace, peace, peace. Peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. This is Know the Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue Pill. All right? I'm going to be joined by my co-host, Brother Red Pill, any second now. Let me go and get the brother for you. Peace. Yeah. Peace, peace, peace to the family, peace to the family. Uh-huh. Welcome to the Let's Radio. Uh-huh. Let's do it. You are now uh-huh. rocking with the best. This is your co-host for the evening, Brother Red Pill. I may have a co-host as well, a co-co-host, uh, Young Wisdom. You know, she can't talk yet. She's only nine months, but she definitely has a lot to say. Can't talk? <laughs> I mean, she could talk, but, you know, unless you got a Google yeah, Translate. She got a lot to say. She got a lot to say. Trust that. Right, Mama? No yeah. doubt. Hey. hey, what's up, Uncle? <laughs> <laughs> that was her. That was a joke. <laughs> that was her. Yeah, man. So, Let's um. let that one off quick. Back. Huh? Yeah. Send me a picture, though. I said she let that one off quick. Oh, yeah. I got a lot of pictures. So, um, indeed. Welcome to the family. Like I said, you know, welcome back. You know what I mean? Uh, Hope everybody is joining us or rejoining us. And, um, you know, the best mental, physical, emotional, financial uh, state of beings and, and health, you know? Because it's been a long time right. since Tuesday. You know what that'd be? It's been a long time. A lot of things done happened. Yeah. Yeah, man. A lot happens. In the span of a few days, family, this is definitely a, a transforming planet. And, you know, these are summer days. It's when things are speeding up. These are dog days. Serious rising. So things changing on the, on, on the front. I want to begin this episode in this program out by sending a, a rest in a rising power, rest in peace to Bobby Womack. Yet another one. You know Yet another I, I swore that, that brother had, you know, uh, uh transcended a while ago. And I don't mean to be putting you know, people's mm-hmm. um shortening in their timelines before but I felt the same way you know, when I started. Nobody tell me that that brother was alive. I'm like, huh? What timeline are we working with, man? Where we at? Bad overlapping timeline. 
mad overlapping timelines, yo. <laughs> like <laughs> they tinkering with shit, you know, and um Hello? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking the same way about it. I was quite offended. I went to Wikipedia, filed a complaint, like, you know, y'all, why, y'all killing people before they die. Not even right. Hello? Yeah. Shout out yeah, to I'm right here. L. Shout out to my brother Youssef. You know, shout out to Michael Singleton. Everybody that joined us on Tuesday's broadcast, that was definitely a meeting of the masterminds. It helped elevate. I really have to dive back into the show a few more times to extract some of the wisdom that was laid down, you know, in those minutes. Uh, Our brother Miller L. is bringing um, a perspective and a scientific, Moorish, you know, um, wise outlook to economic... Yeah, his renaissance, yeah, his renaissance is on. It's on the pop. Oh, now his renaissance is in full swing. You know what I mean? He's on his Tucson for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like we said, you know, it's like it's like Super Mario Brothers family. You know, you could either be Little Mario or Luigi or whatever. It's like when they come on the program, they start hitting that box. And, and you know, the box can be hit, turning into the coins, like ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that's 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 their build, and the coins on top of the box are the news stories and the related stories that start popping out of, you know, uh, I just started seeing so many stories. Yeah, I started seeing so many stories tied in. Hold on, let me just finish. Mm Mm-hmm. I started seeing so many stories that tied into this brother's bill popping up immediately, you know, all through the week. It's you like a Bitcoin snap on my timeline. Yeah. Well, not even yeah, my bit, timeline. Bitcoin. Yeah, just on FB, on my FB timeline, it was, it was, a, it was a Bitcoin tsunami. Yeah, it was a Bitcoin tsunami in, in, in the news, Indeed. you know. It's interesting because uh, there was there's a part in Hidden Colors Three where uh, I forgot who it is. I don't know. I, I'm not sure if it's Francis Crest or another presenter, but they said that they tapped the bowl. They used the phrase "I tapped the bowl." You feel me? And that brother came through and he's tapping the bowl, like you said, Super Mario tapped the brick, and the coins pop out. You know, and those coins, those are those are jewels right there. You know what I'm saying? So they were tapping that brick. Mushrooms and stars and one-ups and everything was popping up. You know, for what yeah. it's worth. Yeah, a lot of information started falling out of the cloud. You know, um, information is out there, family. I, I myself have to go back and listen to both programs together, you know, because the brother not only dropped a lot of information pertaining to finances and economics, it was very educational as well, um, but he he spoke on those principles, man. He spoke about that virtue. He spoke about that love. You know what I'm saying? He spoke about the things that, quite honestly, we need to be speaking a lot more about. 
And once we start seeing a lot more of it in public, then we can start speaking a lot less about it. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. But so, it's, it's imperative to speak about it because of the fact that it doesn't exist, you know, can easily be forgotten or it can easily be, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, so. We got to gotta I, talk I, it up. We got to talk it up. You know what I'm saying? And, and if nothing else, you know, not be afraid of the power of the word. You know what I'm saying? If anything, just direct people back to that local safety and conversation. And that's another Super Mario brother because the amount of information that I've seen come forth on on the word, on the power of the logos, you know what I'm saying, has been unprecedented. And this has been like paradigm-shifting, code-breaking information, I guess because the bar that was set is so high with that conversation, you know, and the ramifications that we were speaking about, whereas with, with, with people really identifying how their words, you know what I'm saying, the words, and the fact that everything in existence is, is hinging and held on the word, you know, the word was the very first thing in existence, so they say. You know, if you buy mm-hmm. into that story, whether it be a religious story or whether it be the Big Bang, you know, even the Big Bang had to start with a, a, a word because prior mm-hmm. to the Big Bang was a thought, you know what I'm saying? And the expression was the word. That was the verse, the sound, the tone. So all of those things, you know, are, are of major importance. And I've just really begun or I have continued, should I say, just to appreciate that level of information, changing up things, you know what I'm saying, just speaking yeah. and changing the dynamic. You know, we have that power, family, as as as, as local sapiens, you know what I'm saying, people that are equipped with the yeah. word and that word attached to a level of conviction, you know, you have those mm-hmm. abilities to, to, to literally move mountains. You know, destroy and rebuild, and I'm witnessing those things take place. And the last I'm night, really, uh, yeah, city or the county of Dade, Miami, land of flowers. This, you know, with the land of flower where Miami does business, Islam more Islam. Um, <laughs> I had the opportunity to witness the power of not only the word, but the power of the visual as well. You know, yes. I was able powerful to combination. Think yes. Very powerful combination because I was yes. able to make the distinction by sitting in the theater and viewing our late, the latest installment of the um, groundbreaking, bar raising, perception shifting, you know, uh, conscious, um, I would say, the uh, eyes on the prize of our day. And that would okay. be Okay, okay. Uh, I like, I like that well, comparison. I, I could definitely I like that give comparison. it that. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And I was thoroughly impressed, you know. I was th- Not only was I thoroughly impressed. Hold on. Okay, we going in there, okay? How's that? Yeah. What you going in? Yeah. Oh, nah. Let me tell you something about these shows out here, B. 
in Florida. Like, <laughs> whoever comes up, I think the Shea Butter Massive, you know what I mean, needs to just converge, you know what I'm saying? You know, the, the Shea Butter Mafia needs to come up with a, 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 a insect repellent of this mug. You know what I'm saying? They need to group up and go to the lab, whatever lab they be mixing up in concoctions. And come up with some right. talent. I went to the Everglades today. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Nah, like the the, yeah. the 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 amount of mosquitoes that I had on me, it didn't even make no sense. I mean, yeah, yeah, they are repellent. You know what I'm saying? They are repellent. There, there's remedies for that. You know what I'm saying? Citronella and, and so I know. There's, there's other, and all of there's other things. Yeah. Mhm. Other yeah, things out there. Got to put it together. A package, you know, Indeed. but you in the insect backyard, right. you know, at what point are we going to respect nature? Yeah. No, no, not, yeah, I'm in the swamp, That's I already mean. know, yeah. you know, coming at me, but back to what I was saying about Hidden Colors 3, and I was thoroughly impressed with the presentation, I was very proud of all the participants in the presentation, you know what I'm saying? Because their, their information and um, just everything, everything about them spoke of what, what it is that we spoke about a few minutes ago in terms of virtuosity, um, you know, character. You know you what I'm saying? Brothers and sisters who you could just listen to and watch, and they speak of, you know, uh, uh, virtuousness in their message. You know, um, you know they're of a fine character things of that nature, and showed me the power of the conversation of visual and audio as well, because truth be told, you know, every single episode of Know the Ledge is a Hidden Colors episode, you know. All right, what you mean by that? What I mean is when you watch Hidden Colors, it's a build. You feel what I'm saying? We have our scholars you know, sitting there building on questions or building on different or multiple topics, you know, and it was really the Dick Gregory footage that showed me, like, hold on, this is something that we're doing in the audio version, but if if we were to do that in the visual, you know, it would be up to episode, you know, 300 and change because the same things that were said on the show, he was kicking it on Hidden Colors, you know, and right. the information is so heavy. Some of the information that was shared by our guests, I can't even name. If I start naming a few, those who aren't named are going to feel like they might feel silent. So I would just say every single episode, you know what I mean? We don't have to pick out anyone because every single episode, the information was so visual that I feel like you almost yeah. have to show it to them right now. That's a lot more than I archive, yeah. Yeah, like the the power of these documentaries is that, you know, they're actually, it's on the big screen, so it's on that celluloid, it's on that, you know, 100-inch, whatever, because I think the theater that we were in, it wasn't a humongous silver screen, but it was a humongous projector screen that did the part. It played, you know, surround sound, everything worked out. And when the family gets to see the, because, it's the same thing as we'll invite our guests on tonight and they'll start talking. You animate the pictures, you know what I mean? You you put uh you know, you put footage to it, it comes to life. It has a whole nother life to it. So 
I was just shown last night, my eyes were open a little more wider as to the importance of what it is that we're doing, as to the importance of what it is that others like Shanetta TV, the content creators, A.A. Rashid with the Kabbalah God TV, you know what I mean? Our brother Tariq Nasheed with the Hidden Color series, Turtle Gang Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Turtle Gang. You know, Turtle Gang, yes, I, I mentioned. And the other content yeah. creators out there who are taking this information yeah. and applying. But there, yeah. um, there, there are other content creators that are out there, right. Yeah, very much so. They are, and I salute all yeah. of them who are applying this artistic, yeah. you know, they, they're turning into art. They're cataloging, though. And what they're doing is they're creating, because when I put the bracket, the audience, and just the, you know, the way that they were encapsulated by the presentation and what it is that they would learn, I walked a hundred more times wealthier, you know what I mean, than I did when I walked into there because something turned to me, turned to worth and who how important we are to the to the structure of this universe, this world. You know what I mean? It was giving it up like that. So, right, right. Yeah, you know, and I, I, you know, that's why I get kind of frustrated. You know what I'm saying? By the people that are be trying to knock homies' movement. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, it's unknockable. It's unknockable. It's, it's, it's yeah. salt on the uh-huh. turtle still at the You feel me? Yeah. No, I'm saying they still try. It ain't like it, you know, and I've heard all of the various different, quote, unquote, you know, arguments. You know what I'm saying? That people have been advancing as to why they don't necessarily uh, gravitate Again, it's about you know they want to they want to uh, the messenger and pay no attention to the message, you know. But that's just another situation where they would just rather focus on on homie and and what they consider to be his uh, discrepancies or what have you, or his complexities for that matter and not just deal with strictly with the information. And then you got, you know, these niggas that's too smart for TV, where they like, yo, I already know that, such and such, which shows their ignorance. Like, is it necessarily for you then? You know? Like, is he speaking to you or is he speaking to the population at large? Do you realize and recognize that there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people that are waking up, you know, and if you did understand that, then I would question why you would question else, question somebody else's approach towards teaching them the way that they are. You know, I, I haven't seen a boom in documentaries released since Hidden Colors came out. It's like niggas fell back, but everybody got something to say. And I would say, I would ask, how many times does your name appear in the credit rolls, family? I'm not just saying in Hidden Colors, per se. What credit role do I am I able to see your name in multiple slots? Not just in you know, not just you as a dude, the uh, you was you was uh, the water boy, or the uh, assistant to the assistant to the assistant janitor. You know what I mean? Like not even 
that. You you wasn't even the man with the mop. You was the nigga with the mop and glow. So if you if they're not doing the work, if there's no if there's no if you judge a man by his what? His work and his deeds. Right. So if your works and deeds are not even visible inside of this movement in terms of you're not presenting if there's a dirty glass of water I will be glad to drink your clean glass of water and tell you, you know, my preference on which one I, I enjoyed the best. But if you're not even doing the level of work, if you're not even doing five minutes worth of the work that the brother's putting in, how could you feel completely justified in what it is that he, what made him, what compelled him to stop doing what it is that he may be doing, which you may label as fuckery or questionable or you have problems with it? What made him stop doing that? focus his time and his energy and his intellectualism onto doing a project that's going to help uplift a mankind that is falling such a way everybody who is considered awakened or conscious has a part to play by uplifting them one man can't pull up uh, a few billion a few million people that are falling it's not possible we don't even have enough people awake to wake up all of the people to sleep in. So at the end of the day, if you even have time, if you even have the energy or the uh, the spirit to knock something that someone else is doing, deal with it, obviously lifting the bar. They're obviously, what, what, how many movie premieres do you know on Thursday? You understand what I'm saying? Not even the small indie movies. How many movie premieres do you know? Go nationwide in theaters on a Thursday. You just so many. No, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know of any. Quite honestly, not too many. But exactly. So that 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 alone sets a precedent. You know what I'm saying? So for those of us who have people amongst us that are setting precedents, we have to be more honorable. You know what I'm saying? And more respectful you know, and more understanding at the end of the day. My thing is at least have the brother, you know, if you have a problem with the brother, contact them and have him personally tell you he don't give a F or this is ulterior motive and just let it let it let it come out of his mouth before you try to indict someone who is out here doing something that to be honest with you, you know, he could have been doing he could have been doing so much more. He could have been on how to match volume twenty. You already he know. could have been using his production and editing skills to chop up footage of and put in there, and put there, yeah. a whole bunch of prominence. There's an extremely large market for that. Okay? Very much Sweltering. so. And it's not like it's falling off. That that grows by the day. You know, that's one hell of an angle for somebody to say, I'm just going to focus on this. And from what I understand, he's quite effective in that particular market. I seen him doing promos for that back when I used to read the source. So, you know, he's, he, he, he does that, you know what I'm saying? And he's known for that. Now, I don't, I've never read one of those books, so I don't even know what the angle is. I've, I've heard some of his radio shows, and I find them quite entertaining. Um, but I also have walked away. There's not one show that I've listened to where he hasn't dealt with some level of information that was upstairs. It might not have been the most metaphysical stuff, but sometimes you just need to hear someone 
things in a certain perspective. You just need to hear somebody connect the dots. You just need to hear somebody say something a certain way for it to click and connect. And I've I've experienced him doing all of those things, so I can say that he is directly responsible for upgrading and educating in an audience. You know, the people that tune in and listen to check for him might not might not be the same people that listen and tune in to check for know the legs. You know what I'm saying? But if you can expand your platform and whatever you can do to reach as many people as possible to get the message across, anything that mm-hmm. you can do to battle the propaganda is out there, I applaud that. You know, the politics of a person per se, uh, you know, that's a real iffy, sticky situation in terms of that conversation. And I don't think, again, that that's something that we always need to do in public. Because it's not guaranteed that everyone is going to get along with one another. And I don't even think that that's required. You know what I'm saying? And as many times as we have sermons about how important it is to still respect another individual, even if you don't agree with their agenda or them per se, you know, I know that we could just be saying that to you blue in the face. Never really going to stick. Because people are who they are. And they're always going to retreat back to that thing. You know, that nigga gene is just going to come out. Just going to pop up. You know, yeah. What what I will say is, like, stop being so selfish, family. You know, you know that you got a nana. You never heard this information. You got a cousin who really don't gravitate towards, you know, your form of consciousness. Feel me? If the lecturers ain't wearing J's, ain't trying to hear them. But what I do know is that if you would stop being selfish and just think that it's all about you, and you brought this DVD home and you put it under, you know, somebody's pillow or they or they or they or they, or they a Christmas stocking, yeah, because people do that shit. All right, let's stop fronting. That's another thing, and I'm not even gonna go on a tangent with this. But I just want to have this conversation, and it's about keeping it fucking real. One thousand. See, mad niggas celebrating their children graduating, and I'm not one to say that that's a quote unquote bad thing. I'm just saying like you can't have it both ways. Feel me? Like if you're celebrating the success of your child graduating from these institutions, you're celebrating these institutions for graduating your child. You know, at some point, you got to be clear with what it is that you want. And I think that it's the most beautiful thing to celebrate our children, you know, graduating and moving on and what have you. But I just think that I just wish people would stop talking about how the system don't work and, you know, children, but graduation time come and prom time, niggas is up there in the pictures, dallying up their babies, sending them to the slaughter. <laughs> you know they they there with little Tyrone and shit You know what I'm saying With his cap and gown And he proud And that's what's up Don't be on social networks Fronting like You know what I'm saying You ain't sending your child To school in the morning To get that public education Feel me So You know that's that's weird and shit Because I'm not a parent And I guess 
it, it really don't give me the right. I'm just an observer. I'm just observing some things that I'm seeing in society position or their stance on certain things. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, celebrate your child. Celebrate every achievement that your child makes. You know what I'm saying? Um, but also, if it's in your, your, your possibility, if there wasn't a, a situation available at the time for your, your children to participate in alternative education, the least that we can do as a people, or you personally as an individual, is that you can make that possibility available for somebody else. Now, I don't know what the status of Dr. Umar's school is, you know, but I do know that, uh, you know, that there's been a lot of conversation this past week. You know, the Umar school has been trending. It's come under attack by some people that think that, you know, he shouldn't be the person qualified to have this particular learning institution because of his stance on homosexuality and they're saying that he's not properly accredited or what have you. And I'm like, you know, that's neither here nor there. What I do know is that the brother needs support, you know, not only financial, but he needs some sort of moral support at the time as well because he's being attacked. You know, the feminist is coming for him, you know, and we already know who they the hand puppets for. So I just see this, 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 this trend in the community where, people be crying and complaining about what they need, and then when somebody brings that shit, they don't get no support from the community. The same people that say that they need it. You know? Yeah. And and, and that has to stop. You feel me? That has to stop. You know, I'll be reaching out to that brother over the weekend to see if there's, yeah, if there's anything additional that we can do to help them campaign and push you know, for more fundraising or if there's any fees that he has, you know what I'm saying? But I think that, um, you know, he he had been a radio show and somebody was telling me that he was um, reading off his donations or what have you and saying that he, I don't think he got anything over a rack. You know, in terms of a single donation, either either the one thousand or five thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? And you know, AI, like I said, family has it and the ability to contribute or to do something in terms of fundraising for the brother. That you can share the story. You can have. You can throw an event in your town. You know, or you could just be creative and think of something else. Now, I don't have all the answers, but Check the brother's website out, Dr. Umar School. You know, it's the opportunity to create something that we can actually call our own. You know, know that you have uh, a um, a curriculum that's being taught to young melanated children that's going to empower them ultimately. You know what I'm saying? Those are going to definitely star seeds that are cultivated for, for bigger and better things. Indeed. You know. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just my, my stance with that. You know? 
But hidden colors, man, yeah, I, I definitely feel that people should definitely support that and promote it. It's information that's in theaters or on DVD. They will not only give you a greater sense of pride about who you are, where you come from, and the possibilities of where you can take things. But like I said, it's most imperative as a tool where you're able to introduce others in your household or your workplace, you know, your church, your organization, you know what I'm saying, to this information that thus they wouldn't be exposed to any other way because it's not on mainstream media. Mm-hmm. And, and, for, and for many people, it's not part of their, their social media paradigm. It's not on their timeline or nothing. You know what I'm saying? There's nowhere else where these conversations are taking place. And quote unquote race is a big uh, is a big part of the public discussion at this particular time. You know, they already got people mentally they got their minds stuck in the sixties. So with all that being said, you know, how do you think this information pairs up with that? Does it does it mute it there? Does it does it address it? Does it help people advance their mentals out of this place that uh, media has been taking them? Indeed. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yes, right here. Okay. Yeah, so um, it, it, it definitely does that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what it does is... It just solidifies. Hold on, hold on a minute. Hold on, I'm on the show. Uh-huh. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Can you repeat that question, Blue? As we can see with these media campaigns, you know what I'm saying, and a lot of other things that are happening in society, it's almost like they're trying to boomerang people's consciousness back to the 60s, you know, dealing with race relations from a very, quote-unquote, inferior place. I said, is there any element in in, in the documentary that address that directly or give people the bridge to the future? You know, like, does it address it but not keep them stuck there? Does it advance people's consciousness where they're dealing with something a little bit more updated. Okay, that's a twofold answer. Um, and we're going to get into that tonight. I'm glad that you even asked that question. Uh, when our guest on comes on tonight, Sister Fenasha, she's going to uh, be able to build on that because that's a conversation that we had when we left the spot. You know what I mean? Her question was, what now? You know, what are we going to do with this information and where what are the what are the solutions and what are we gonna implement to uh, you know, put ourselves back into a position of power. And what it does, what the what the documentary has done and what it does a very successful job at doing is completely lifting the veil. Like if you were walking around with blinders on or binders on as oblivious to what the hell was going on around you, especially as a quote unquote black male in America, oh nah. If you still sleeping after this one, 
then uh, you need to just change your appellations to Old Yeller. Old Yeller? <laughs> oh, Old Yeller, because you're a sick horse. You know, soon to be put down. You don't see it, in, you know, because they paint a very good picture and give a, a, lot of, a lot of corroborating evidence. You know, like put your, put your, put the Negro peen in your brain on trial with that evidence. Let's see if they come out victorious. <laughs> I really, I really doubt. You know what I mean? I don't care if you got Cochran on on their side; they're not gonna win that one. So they do a real good job of doing such. There's even a there's even okay. a segment in the documentary entitled "Solution." So there's never, you know, you can never walk away saying that there's not. Uh, they haven't presented options or solutions or you know, other formulas that could be utilized to uh, make sure by uh, means necessary that these uh, issues that are plaguing us do not occur and do not uh, are not allowed to even fester or grow. It's a call to action. The information is definitely a call to action. That's why a lot of people in the theater like, you know, I encourage anybody who's, who does a screening or showing of it, definitely have a panel afterwards so you can talk about what, what, the, what the audience saw. You can dialogue. There could be some um, solutions that are brought to the table that affect that community in, 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 in its circumference or in its circle because everybody has different issues and everybody has different means and different solutions and also access to different resources depending on where they're at. And another thing is Hidden Colors, 1, 2, and 3. Those are some great documentaries. Once again, we're going to make a call out, as we have on many occasions. We're calling out to the brothers and sisters who produce documentaries or who have the means or the skills and talents to do such to begin to, um, you know, create, you know, start their own projects. Because I went to see the movie, in the a, in a, in a center, this was in Miami Lakes, it was a community center, and I thought that I was in a movie theater. Like, I didn't know I was inside of a community center with a drop screen. I thought I was in a the movie theater. I thought I was in, like, one of those side theaters. You feel me? I'm in Florida right now. Nice. I thought I was in a side theater. I, I didn't know that I had to go look for the bathroom, and then I walked into the community center, like, oh, shit, I just was an AMC. I didn't know this was a community center. But case in point, what that did is it showed me that we don't need no movie theaters, family. We need a screen and a projector and us. You might not need to be watching a three-hour documentary on your phone. Go put that shit on a 50 or 60-foot screen. All we need, though, is some chairs, some 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 uh, refreshments, so you don't got to go eat their popcorn. They got the Moringa, the Spirulina popcorn. You feel me? And we need we just yeah. need a, a place where we can converge and watch these documentaries. Hidden Color is not the only one that's out there. Shout out to my brothers and sisters behind Urban Kryptonite. You understand what I'm saying? You know, and there's other brothers no and sisters documentaries. Shout out to Turtle Gang. Yeah. Shout out to Turtle Gang. We got that, got that doc coming soon. Got that doc coming soon. Uh, we got that Morris documentary. We got the alien documentary, and we have the um, Native um, the, a documentary about America 
this brother has put in, you know, monumental work. So, I, like, once again, we, we have the numbers. That's all we need. It's time. It's game over at this point. We have the numbers. The numbers influence everything in this matrix. It's all mathematical at the end of the day. Y'all agree to that at the outlaw school. I didn't make that up. You know what I'm saying? You, you got initiated into that science. Yeah. The numbers like game. like they say in Transformers, they say it's all about the algorithm and the analytics. It's all about the we, we algorithm and analytics. What are we going to claim? That's another oh. thing. The documentary is, is, is showing you that, you know, it's claiming a lot. We got so much more that we can claim. But it's, oh, man, it's George Washington called the story B. When you see that segment, like, just, just get back at me and talk to me, man. You know, just get back at me. Showed a lot. No doubt. You know, J.A. Rogers' book should be a documentary. What's that, The 100 Black? What was the name of his, um, of his, of his uh, historical works? The J.A. Rogers? It, yeah, anything that J.A. Rogers wrote. Yeah. Hmm? Uh, a hundred uh, amazing oh. facts about the Negro. Um, Acts of documentary, family. The Great yeah. Men and Women of Color, Volume 1 and 2. That's a documentary, family. Yeah. Piece yeah. of format. Somebody got to make. Anything about the Somebody will be like, oh, yeah. Red Pill, you're giving too much information. I'm talking to family right now. This ain't about giving. I'm, I'm sharing these jewels with y'all because, like I said, there's work to be done. I walked out of there invigorated, inspired, and ready to put in. I feel like I'm on. After watching that, I'm like, nah, we only operate in that 10%. No, disres- no disrespect to the movement and what we do. This is not This is not even at 50 right now. Like, there's so much work to be done. But the key to it is cooperation. The key to it is we have to form this Voltron. The key to it, economics, the key to it is networking. We have to understand what our network is. Our network is our network. We have to live by that. Can't just, that shit is not a T-shirt. It's not a, a cool line. I've been, I've been singing this song for a minute. Your network is your network. I saw that at the debate on Sunday when I walked out of there. I felt like crying. It was so many powerful, great, monumental, epic people in the building. You have no idea. No, I don't. No I like idea. that Shut bill. Up. I like that bill that I saw with you in the Hebrews. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my brother Zaria, um, I-A-C-C-K. Shout out yeah, to the brother Nazi. Shout out to Nazi. No. Yeah, he, man. He almost like, brought me to tears, man. That that the ending segment where he was talking about the book on relationships. Like, yeah. I'm like, damn. Like he 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 was touching on some topics, but it's so real that. You know, we're going to have yeah. a brother come on the program and family about it. Because, I think you, um, yeah, I think for Tuesday we're going to bring um, Brother Nazi forth to speak about the relationship aspect of, of the bill. Yeah, I have no idea how prolific this brother's overstanding, understanding of the relationship. We ain't talking about sex. We're talking about affairs of the heart. Back to what I said before or what my research told me when I, I started reading the healing book what you had in the house, Brother Blue, and it spoke about the heart. It spoke about the EKG waves, and it spoke about the, um, the fact oh, yeah. that the heart. We understand how powerful uh, the heart is in terms of 
the fears that it sends out to the universe, how far they stretch out, you know, the energy that the heart gives off supersedes the brain. You know, the brain gets a lot of attention in science, but it's really about the heart. The heart is so profound, and it's your signature, it's your stain on the multiverse, family, not just the universe, it's your stain on the multiverse. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's what they say in Kemet, that your heart shall be as light as a feather, and they will weigh your heart, and your heart will speak yeah. against you. You can't hide the vibration. You can't hide your frequency. You understand what I'm saying? It is very important that we nurture by any means necessary. I'm, you see where I'm at right now? I'm in the sunny, uh, the sunny, I'm in the tropics. Wait till you see these pictures, B. Like, it, it looked like I'm in on, I'm on Atlantis. I went to the Keys today, to the Everglades. Like, I'm in paradise right now. And I'm with my wife, and I'm with my daughter, and I'm with my friend, the sister that we'll be bringing on the show tonight, our sister, Tanasha Devine. You feel what I'm saying? Going back to character, going back to virtuous, virtuousness from what I've been shown by this divine sister. You know what I mean? The hospitality and all other things that she shared with me. You know, this show represents, before we even got into that, that, that degree right there, but this show represents. And then you can listen to older shows and you can see how me, red and blue, how we personally have gone through our ebb and flow of, you know, uh, uh, virtuousness, building up character, you know what I mean? Some of the energies and the and the things that oh, we no, may I'm, have stood on a year ago or I'm two or three building. years ago. And we're still building. I'm still, we still, I'm still this is an ongoing process. Yeah. You have to refine yourself on a daily basis. This shit doesn't stop. There's Damn. no there's graduation date on refining oneself and growth and development. There's no expiration date. You you continue to do this. I've been on I'm so so, you know, your path you'll be on your path until the day that you expire and transform and go somewhere else and come right back again. So that's what this show is gonna speak about tonight. We're gonna further conversation when we bring Brother Nazi on. You know what I mean? We're gonna speak about some other things. I'll highly encourage all of my brothers from the Hebrew Israelite faith and background Join us on that show, and we will be bringing forth our ISUPK brothers too. Our brother Cesario, he personally right. spoke to me and said that he, yeah, that he said him and he's ready for KTL. He's been listening, you know what I'm saying? And he wants to bring a message to the family. So I salute that brother. Like I said in the video, I didn't tell them personally in that video per se, but I've said it in other videos where I spoke about the fact that. The groups, okay, all right, the groups such as the Hebrew Israelites, groups such as the Nation of Islam, especially brothers in the FOI, these brothers exemplify uh, a sort of discipline. Do you understand what I'm saying? A sort of char- a level of character and a level of courageness and bravery that we, are necess- we don't ne- not necessarily see in these streets. You may look at some of the eyes of our street soldiers and see some a level of discipline and things of that nature, but there's question, they have questionable characters because of some of the lifestyles that they have been that are attributed to them. You understand? Because of some of the roads that they're walking down. But these men right here, these men of faith, these men are walking in the path of a light to be the soldiers 
of an ideal or idea or, yeah. or just, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. I, I, I love and I appreciate the dedication to that ideal. I love and appreciate the dedication. I'm going to say that, you know what I'm saying, because my research, my studies has posited, posited me in a different place. I have a different understanding of religion, scripture, spirituality, and that allows me to appreciate anyone that is dedicated to it. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that has walked that walk or carrying that banner, flying that flag. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have the same hangups that other people might have to the doctrine. You know what I'm saying? I don't really get what I'm admiring or what I'm seeing is, is the dedication. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And the unwavering, the unwavering. You know, it, it, yeah, the unwavering. They have a position. And not too many people in this quote unquote movement have a position, so they waver. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They waffle all over the place. But I like seeing the firmness in their position where they're like, look, this is it. And that's what I'm standing on. And I can respect that. You know what I'm saying? I think that those individuals are easier to work with having that position, somebody that doesn't, because you know that that person is dealing with principles. You know what I'm saying? You know that that person is dealing with principles. You know? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, it's about the show. Indeed, brother. Um, Let's go ahead and start the show up, Okay. We have in our presence family a wonderful, wonderful sister that we want to introduce to the family, the divine feminine, the divine mother. You dig what I'm saying? Our sister, Vanasha Divine, K.A. Chef Fati. And she, you know, she, uh, she, she's a healer, okay? She heals through food. She's a health practitioner, all right? She's a griot. She's a poet. She's many, many things. So what we want to do is we want to, yeah, we want to um, introduce you to her, you know what I'm saying, especially our sisters that are out there. We always want to balance that energy. And um, hold on, we have one. Yeah. So let's go ahead and open up her line uh, so we can introduce her to the family. All right, Blue. Yeah. Hey, what number am I looking for? Uh, hold on. Seven eight six. Is it four? Yeah, there's a seven eight six number. Yes, yes. All right. I'm gonna go to the seven eight six six zero three seven eight six six zero three caller. Peace. Welcome to Noble Edge. Peace, peace. Thank you for having me on the show. Peace, KTL Radio. It's an honor to be here. Greetings. Greetings. Wonderful to have you here on the platform. Yeah, thanks. No doubt, no doubt. I believe we have another caller as well. Do you want us to open up the line now or in a few minutes after you finish your introduction? We can open it up now. 407, 407. All right. 407, all right. Four seven, yeah. press I don't number see one on your phone. Okay, call up from the four seven. You might want to press 
There we go. Four seven nine seven three. Call up from the four zero seven. Peace. Hello. Yes. Greetings. Greetings. Peace. Yes. Peace. Can you hear me? This is that is Mister yes, Yusuf Moomin. That is Brother Yusuf Moomin. That is my father, my advisor, and the greatest entity that has brought me here where I am today. And I'm grateful to be able to be on KTL tonight and share this platform with such a wonderful person. Oh, thank you. Thank you for oh, that. Indeed. indeed, indeed, brother. Indeed. Welcome to Rifala uh, Wu. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry, my brother. You no, know, we we were just welcoming you to the show. And we're saying that we're honored to be in your presence. Uh, I've watched some videos with you performing online. I was thoroughly impressed by the level of wisdom that you were sharing with the audience. And uh, I know your daughter personally, so I just want to say honors and welcome on the show. Oh, thank you. Well, it's nice to be here, uh, my brother. Peace be with you, with you all. Absolutely. Indeed, indeed. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So before we even start, I want um, Sister Fanasha to introduce herself to our audience for tonight before we go any further. And um, you can introduce yourself as well, sir, and let the family know what it is that you, you know, that you do. Okay. All right. Well, my name is Nasha Devine. And before I go into all my accolades and titles, I know that you mentioned in my description that I was a griot and that I am. And if you would allow me, I would before I even get into the this and that of, you know, who I am yes. or who I'm claimed to be and what I do, I would like to just share with you guys uh, one of my one of what it is that we do as griots. One of our stories. One of my poems. Yes, please do. Okay. As wisdom speaks from the other side, the veil of the sacred comes off from out of the matrix and into the vortex. We transcend time and space. As wisdom speaks from the other side, the veil of the sacred comes off. From out of the matrix and into the vortex, we transcend time and space. As the divine marriage of the conscious and the subconscious mind takes place, we welcome you to the now. As we shapeshift their quantum field, breaking the illusions of illusions, inceptions, perceptions, realities, and truth, sit back and stare into my reflection. I have become completely lost in time. Watching the waves as the sun sets, observing the beauty of a day that has gone by. Watching the clouds as the wind whispers, we see the birds fly. We have become so present that we escape time. Watching the waves as the moon rise, so present. We escape time. As a star dies before our eyes, birth, a poet is born. Beyond the sailboats, we see the light codes. Another God is born. 
Springing from the waters of none and the depths of the unknown, the dolphins come out and play. Present in the past, lost in the moment, as this day fades away. We arrive inside tomorrow, in which this day has come to an end. Looking beyond the horizon, we find ourselves where yesterday began. So present that we have become completely lost in this quantum soup of time. Thank you, KTL. I am Fanatio Divine. Thank you, Notre Dame Radio, for having me on the show. My name is Fatima Najla Shabazz, also known as Fanatio Divine, the founder of Fanatio Divine Essentials, also known by many as Chef Fatih. And it's a pleasure for me to be here on the show. Absolutely. It's an honor to have you here. Mm-hmm. Great. Indeed. Yes, Elder. Yes, sir. Can you introduce yourself now? Well, I, that's my daughter right there. And I'm, really, right. <laughs> I'm really excited about her and her direction. Of course, I, I had... Uh, Ten kids and eight of them in the house at all, all at one time. So I mean, it, wow. it's been a long, it's been a long path with uh, Sister Fanasha there. And, Wait, uh, it, Daddy, it, I don't it, mean to cut your wisdom. I don't mean to cut your wisdom, but I gotta say this, Daddy. Eight yeah. that you given birth to. I think that's important that we put that on the air that people know that my father gave birth to me at home. He delivered me. I wasn't born in no hospital. I just wanted to say oh, that. Mm. Keep going. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, that's that's a good point. I think that uh, you know you look out today and you see a lot of the uh, bad relationships that has developed. Yes. And uh, I think that a lot of young brothers would uh, would do themselves and and their families and the nation a great uh, service if they was a little bit closer to that process of that childbirth process. Because they'll get a chance yes. to see exactly what the female has to go through. I mean, that is a service, you know, and a function that only the woman could perform. Yes. So, so, so that, so, so, so when I, when my wife and I back in the '60s, we started taking herbs and doing different things and got into natural childbirth and whatnot. I mean, I was totally uh, uh, just in awe at that whole process, you know, so, I mean, she was, my wife was strong enough that she had, she was having a baby. All I had to do was deliver the afterbirth and cut the cord and just kind of be there and kind of guide the baby out, you know, and, you know, things like that, you know, but, the, but it is a great, um, it's a, in fact, there's something holy about that. Is something very yes. sacred about bringing life into the world, and it's a great responsibility upon both the male and the female. And I think this is the yes. purpose for, for one of our purposes for being here on this planet is to bring these souls into this world. And uh, once we get away from from that, I think that's that's so basic and so primitive of an understanding, if we get away from that, which we have, I mean, I think now we, we have to we have to have these here uh, uh, videos like I heard you speaking of, of the, uh, 
the, the colors and the and, and the different uh, yeah, processes, the different yeah. stages and the different people have to come forth to re enlighten the people back to what was at one time a a normal understanding to a yes. lot of people. I, know, I the, think uh, for some reason yes, I think for some reason that our people may believe that children have always been delivered in a quote-unquote hospital, you know, for some odd reason. I think they were just that displaced from, um, you know, a time when we did things more naturally. Now, is there a, a metaphysical bonding incentive that goes with you having the first touch of your children or that your, your children receiving their first touch from you? Well, I think I understand. I can, you kind of broke up on me a little bit, but a metaphysical uh, 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 connection with the, with the child by being the first one to touch the child. Yes, yes. Is, is that, exactly, I think yes. that's what you said. Well, the um, yes. well, Fatima, you know what I mean. I feel very close to Fatima. I feel very close to all of my children. You know, we have a have a real tight bond, and of course the. Uh, their mother breastfed them for 18 months, all of them. You know, so she she held wow. them to their breast for 18 months, and and the hormones in the mother's milk, and being shaped inside of the uh, the mother's womb, I think is a very very great. I mean, that's that's a bond that's just. Uh, I mean, she shapes us, and the woman shapes us, and while we're we're in we're in we're in total darkness, you know, like yeah. the uh, like the mo- like the moon like the moon in the sky. I mean, if it was not for the moon in the sky reflecting the sun, we wouldn't have, we would be in darkness. You see, so the woman... Only that, we wouldn't have anything to eat. Right. Wouldn't have anything to eat. The woman, the woman, she, of course, uh, you probably probably know that uh, her cycles and her her monthlies and whatnot, they're right in in, uh, uh, motion with the, uh, the cycles of the moon. And every 27 to 29 days, so she is really a, a, a cosmic being and a blessing. And if we, if we, and if, we, if you destroy the woman, you're really going to destroy the whole nation of people. You know, it's like who in the world want to get up there and snatch the moon out of the sky? You know, you have to be kind of out of your mind. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying to play around with you, people's thoughts like yeah. that. Some of these folks, you know, they launch missiles at the moon. So, you know, you know, tell them what they would do with a woman if they had an opportunity. You know, my grandfather told me the oldest war on this planet that is still being fought is the war against the woman. You know, and as I see things materialize that they have, you know, in society, especially as of lately, the last 25 to 30 years on this planet, when they have effectively you know, somewhat like engineered uh, uh, a male species that is quite cool with bombing on women, you know, it makes me scratch my head and I'm like, wow, you know, where where, where are we headed? Where, is this, where are we at? Where that could even be allowed, and not only allowed, but promoted. It's a form of entertainment, you know what I'm saying, for rap music. <laughs> Uh-huh. As well as all the other trappings that we see in society that are pretty much, you know, promoting it, you know, subjugating our whole purpose. And um, 
you know, you well, asked a question about bidding, excuse me. Go ahead. No, I'm about being the first one, uh, the first one to touch the child, the first one to uh, the relationship that's established from touching your child. I could say this: I recall as they're coming out and, and the water bag breaks, and, and, and you're there, and you're you know, and you, you're, you're helping your your wife along the path. I mean, the babies are so fragile; they're so just it's such a delicate type of uh, experience. I mean, man, wow! I mean, it, it, it's really. I mean, I think everybody should 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 understand that. Even young boys, even before they before they grow up, they should understand that process and, and see and see the holiness in, in that and how the the, the part yeah. that their their woman play in, in that right. that sacred in that sacred aspect of life. I mean, you get away from, if you get away from that, like you, like your granddad was telling you, fighting a war against a woman, well that's fighting a war against the whole people. Because if you destroy her, I mean that's it. You know, so I mean she yeah. she's the mother, she 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 shapes us, you know, when we're in the cradle, you know, and when we're in the womb, you know. So I think that a lot of these, uh, a lot of these brothers, for some reason or another, they have uh, developed a slave master relationship with their women. And what I mean by that is that, is that during during slavery times, uh, when when black people were not allowed to speak their own languages or English, the only words and the first words that they learned was derogatory terms that were shouted at them from the slave master, vulgar terms. And they thought that a lot of them thought that this is what a man was all about. A man was supposed to shout and raise his voice and do different things and, and treat his family in the, in, in the way in which the slave master was treating all of them. So a lot of the ills that, 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 that in my opinion, that, that exist today, it stems directly out from that uh, the mishandling of the, of, of the slaves right here in America. And even today, the, it, with the English language, the, the people don't know how to talk to each other, and the language itself does not facilitate that. It, there's no beauty and there's no rhythm and harmony. And, and back to the uh, the, the, the griots and, and the uh, uh, and what we are about is telling stories through through songs as well, because the the, the first uh, uh, the first things I mean, the learning the language, <clears throat> a lot of the uh, uh, the messages and whatnot was sung to the uh, uh, children. And they were all in harmony and at peace with each other. And when they brought blacks to America, they spoke hundreds of different languages. You know, right. so in dialects. So so trying to so trying to put them in a the category as not being uh, a qualified mm-hmm. order, you know, they're not being qualified to uh, to excel in their school systems and things like that. I think they're starting at the wrong darn end of this thing. They don't want the people to excel because if they wanted the people to excel, they would want the people to learn about the basic things, about life, about breastfeeding your children, about, you know, the, the, the process of, of life, what your, your organs mean. You know, if they don't get that at an early age and that way if they just grow up, you know, and they just have this here, this 
commercial TV mentality about things, then they're never gonna they're never gonna really grow as a people, and especially. And, and, and the brothers, a lot of the brothers have to take the responsibility to be men in that respect because if the, if the child sees his mother is tampered with by a whole lot of different men, every time she they turn around, you know, it's a different scenario. When he grows up, he's not going to have the, the, the his, his appreciation for the female is going to be warped. It's going to be distorted. So it's a rippling effect, but the, but the young brothers at some point have to step up to the you know just come on up, man, and say, well, listen, man, you know this is you know this is mother, your sister, your that's right. I mean, life. This is life, you know. That's right. I mean, if they can't appreciate that, I mean, then they have really died. I mean, that's that's yeah, it's really kind of it's really kind of it's really kind of really sad to tell you the truth. That's where we are right now, unfortunately, you know what I'm saying, and hopefully episodes such as the one that we're having here tonight, conversations such as this, to move us into a different place, you know, we can talk about solutions or, or reversing the course because we're there, you know, as I'm having this conversation with you, I'm, I'm on the side of a mall. Los Angeles, you know, the Crenshaw District. And just the things that I've seen alone today, you know, based on my observations in terms of observing the the male-female relationship dynamic and just the way that um, the women are carrying themselves. And I'm not sitting here necessarily blaming the woman, you know, I know that she was watered a, a particular way for her weeds to grow the way that they are. But nonetheless, you know, this is the future. They still have the future in their hands. And if, if that future is unsupervised and there's no way to, uh, you know, to, 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 to reach the youth, they themselves become parents and perpetuated with their bloodline. Or a lot of them, the majority of them, are making a decision where they don't want to replicate and, and, and a, you know, advance the species to begin with. You know, they are um, engaging in a level of homosexuality that really puts the continuity of the species in question, to say the least, you know. Right, right. So I think well, the damage, that's a, the damage that's has a... been done, you know. The damage has been done. If it's completely done, it, you know, is it at a... I, I can't even say. I know that we'll have a lot of conversations that we don't factor in, you know, this, this recent Holocaust that we've been through, the crack cocaine. We don't understand that we're not seven generations removed, that we really haven't seen the full effect of it. We're still somewhat in the epicenter. I mean, I just seen Freeway Ricky Ross the other day. You know, I've seen crackheads out here that were the first wave crackheads. So it's not really that old. We like to think it is, but it's not. You know, couple that uh-huh. with hip-hop or rap music, for that matter, and, um, you know, some of our other choices, which are becoming detrimentally unhealthy to us in terms of uh-huh. not only the way that people are treating themselves, the way that, you know, they're treating one another, but the way they treat themselves, the way that they're eating, you know, 
just their entire outlook on on life and themselves in it. You know what I'm saying? And you can clearly. But this see, is the failure, yeah. the failure of the English language as well, because the English language is not, it does not speak. A person cannot speak from that inner self with that language. So a lot of our people, have, they go to songs, they go to talking, uh, you know, a lot of different slang talk. They find words and, and gestures and whatnot like that kind of express some, some, something from within. But English language itself is not designed, it's not set up, and, and a lot of brothers can speak it, the sisters can speak it well, but it's not a language designed to develop the people. It's designed to embellish someone else. You know, that's why it was so mandatory to change the language of the people. Because the people, they cannot, they don't know how to talk to each other. Right. That's missing. It's, it's missing. They, 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 their communication in the love, the heart, is not in, in, involved in English. This English language is very vulgar. It's a lot of just... Just profanity and very harsh words and negative things that's just that spins around in a loop inside of a person's brain. And as long yeah. as they, and if the people once they could realize that, then they could start thinking on the outside. They could catch up with those thoughts. People can't catch up with Ow. those thoughts. They they don't have the language to formulate a different thought. And as we've been exploring on this program. They don't have the logic, you know what I'm saying? So it's not only the language that they've been indoctrinated with. They've been indoctrinated with the logic. There you go. Ask backwards. You know, in terms of the language, I would would ask this one question. I would ask to you, you know, with Marvin Gaye, you think would that music sound any different in a different dialect? With our brother, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, Bobby Womack, do you think, you know, those songs would sound different? In different dialects, I think we've done a beautiful thing with this language. Well, what happens is that a lot of language. times, uh, it's a lot, a lot of times the beautiful things that that we create in this language, all of these things only, like I say, only embellish a different culture, and it does not identify us as a people. Everybody have their own uh, languages and stuff, and, and whatnot. <laughs> Whatever black people create create in America is called the Americans. You see, it's just not right. designated to them because they're not a sovereign people or a nation of people. So those languages, and you take a lot of the entertainers and singers and whatnot, those those songs and not a lot of the things that they perform, a lot of those people, you'll find that the, uh, 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 with the drugs and the bad relationships, the clubs, the whole circuit that they're on, a lot of those things have been actually detrimental to the people because a lot of the, the, the songs and things that, that, that we have created, it was not from a griot perspective, perspective. It was from a sensual uh, uh, aspect of the nature. People was always speaking from a sexual, a sexual healing and uh, that uh-huh. sort of thing like that. And as a result, there was no wisdom in the songs, and there was nothing there to develop in the American songbook. Nothing is there to develop the people to a higher, to their godliness. It just keeps them with that base, physical, sexual nature. And that is a big problem in the songs and in the entertainment industry. 
It's just keeping the people right. just centrally charged up. And I think that I think that's something that we have to be very very careful about about how we uh, 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 how we view these things. Even the Psalms, sure they got those those deep inner feelings, and they got this here harmonious thing that's been that's imprinted, engraved in their hearts that they were born with. Just that, like you mentioned just a moment ago, the logic. You know, and, 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 and the way that they're going about these things, it's not elevating the people. It's making them some money and things like that, but the people are not growing from these right. type of entertainers. You know, I mean, it's like, oh, we got a lot of rhythm. Oh, we got a lot of melody. And, oh, we could dance. We could, do, you know, we could eat chicken and, 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 and we could eat chicken and, and, and tap dance backwards all at the same time. <laughs> you see, you see, but what happens is that that is not that is not really growing. At my grandson, I heard my grandson say that. <laughs> but we are not growing. We are not really not growing. These songs and whatnot initially, and in what we call folklore. These yes, were the yes. songs in the history of the people. Once you take the history out of the songs. You see, then yeah. you're not, you're just, you, you, you've lost the people. The people don't have, the people now, they're turning now to to every people around the world is just taking their turns on using black people. Oh, I mean, they go to China, they go to India, they go all over the world, and they claim, they're claiming all these different philosophies and beliefs. And and I mentioned it to to Fanasha, my daughter. I said, "This is we should look at this as being our genesis." You know, why in the world am I going to follow it behind uh, 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 somebody two thousand years ago? They don't know nothing. They don't know anything, that one thing about John Coltrane or Billy Holiday. You know, or they That's don't right. know anything. They don't know anything about you know what what we are about here. Now, why should I just? And they don't care. So why should I be so concerned about their, the, 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 something that they did thousands of years ago? You know, my main concern, my personally for myself, is right here. We have to start and look at what we have to work with as a people right That's now. That's right. Yes, yes, That's right. right now. You know, right Please, now, we, yes. and we have, to, we have to kick off. Yeah, we have to kick off from that point because we have more in common now than most people. We have a whole lot of things in common that make that makes us family, that ties us together. You know, the ties that that's, that's stronger than that, that that's deeper than just your just your own immediate family because it, it, it it's it's this it's this here the national sin of this country. I mean, I'm talking about the national sin that has been that has been uh, uh, perpetrated on the people. You know, that's something that the people, once they realize, if they're not hoodwinked and thinking that uh, you know that they're in some sort of a paradise, once they could wake up to that, then they could begin to grow and come out from from her. You see, and then look at each other and say, hey, man, you know, the same dog bit you snagged me. You know, right. and every, everybody's going, everybody's in, in, in their head in the same, in their similar ways. 
so they have a system so set up that we seem like we don't we don't recognize each other like we should. You know, you can right. you can look at your you can look at your brother's face and say, "Hey, man, I know how you feel, man." You know, everything's cool. Yeah. You know, everything's cool. You know, and and once I you wanna, get to the um, point where yeah. we were the only people that was around calling each other brother. Hey, brother. Hey, sister. Hey, brother. What's going yeah. on? Remember that? You know they don't. You know, and and that was because of those those ties that we had. So they should they should understand they shouldn't let somebody uh, tell them that that's not cool to be a brother or a sister. You see, because yeah. man, we are brothers and sisters in many many respects. Absolutely. I want to um, hear from your daughter. I know she's trying to get a word in. Yes, yes, yes. I'm here, and I'm just listening to the build, and I'm honored. I'm I'm truly honored. This has been a, a amazing week well. for me. You know, building with the family, seeing Hidden Colors 3, just a lot of the things that's going on, a lot of the energies that's going on. I'm just – I'm. I'm grateful. I'm very grateful and thankful to be present at this moment, to be present at this moment. Yes. Right? And, Elder, um, I want to um, I want to definitely uh, commend you just for adding some additional texture to the conversation because you said some things just in, in, in your, um, just in a short period of time that has already helped me reconfigure the way that I've I was previously seeing things, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's very effective. Um, We need to definitely hear a lot more from our elders. So thank you. Please continue. Peace be to you, brother. Yes. Well, I, um, Dad, I thank you for everything that you said. It resonated with me well. Um, And I just want to piggyback off of what my father was saying, that, And this is something that I mentioned yesterday at the Hidden Colors 3 screening about the power that we have over definition and uh, a distant past that that we're, we're going to allow to slip right under our fingertips if we don't own it. The era of Black Wall Street, the era of the Billie Holidays and the John Coltrane and things like that. It's like we tend to, and I don't want to discredit our ancient, ancient, ancient past because there's a lot of wisdom in that. There's a lot. But there's also a distant past that's right around the corner that we, as the quote-unquote conscious community, from what I'm seeing, because we don't talk about it and we don't claim it, we're allowing to let slip by the wayside and be whitewashed because we're not claiming it. We're not claiming our greatness in our distant past. We always want to go back 2,000, 4,000, 5,000, a billion years ago. But there's a greatness that we connect with that was not that long ago that our children can relate with because they have grandmothers and grandparents and people within their bloodline here now, some of them that are still breathing that can share those stories with them. 
And, and, I, and I just don't want us to let that slip away because it's a powerful era. It's a very, 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 very powerful era that I think we need to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. We need to pay a lot of attention to that era because, yes, we did amazing things like built pyramids and we traveled around the world and connected the dots globally and on many different levels. But there's many different things that we did here in the hills of America under that pressure of becoming diamonds. And I think that pressure that we were under and that we're still under, we cannot let that slip by the wayside. It has to be talked about. There's a lot of things that we don't talk about because we go back so far and we miss some diamonds. We miss these jewels in the rough right here that we can verify. We don't have to travel continents to see. It's right here. We got elders right here in the community that could tell you about it right now, today, in 2014, that are still living. Right. And we have to talk about these things. We have to talk about it. So I think that's hey, very let me, um, important. Yeah. Give me one sec. I want to open up my brother's line. I know his line got cut, and I'm sure that he has something to say, almost certain. Red, you back with us. Uh, just Hello? 407? Hello? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, you, you are. Yes, we can hear you. You're live. Yes. Well, I just uh, this that this is our folk music, you know. Our, the, the the history just within the last hundred fifty years. This is all yes. folk music. This is all this is all our 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 our, our, our campfire music. These are our historical songs. You know, these are these are our documents. You know, these are things that we, like Panasha was saying, these are the things that we have to uh, uh, define. And we have to put these things out and put the value on these things, not a a commercial value, but a sacred value on these things. And not let these things slip away because if you just kind of just take a look around, you can see that they're, 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 they're gradually drifting further and further and further away. The people. They're becoming so, whitewashed. Well, this is our. This is this is how, in my own life, as as a griot, this is how I develop songs, and this is how I de- tell stories myself. You see, so I I, I I relate to that that aspect very much. So, you know, but we still, like uh, Fanasha was saying, tie that in with with everything else that ten thousand years ago. Or, 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 however, for twenty five thousand years ago, you know, tie those things in. But hey, we have to. This, this is a missing link right here. If we don't put it in with everything else and That's understand right. it, and, and understand it, or understand it from that historical twenty five thousand year uh, uh, cycle of time as we're whirling through. Through through space, so so that I think that that's that's very important. And and, and I and I've seen and I've talked to some brothers in the last 
month or two, I mean, and they're into a whole lot of different, uh, well, I put it like this here. I mean, why drink the Kool-Aid from Jim Jones? And you got these people that come here with all type of uh, uh, foreign things. You know, it's actually foreign to us. I mean, foreign to who we are about as a people, 150-year-old people here, 150-year-old history of ourselves. You know, anytime somebody come over here and they want me to know all about how they sit and talk in their their temples and whatever else they have, and they don't know understand that one darn thing about me or my people right here. I'm just supposed to just no, walk up, just just up and just follow in, hear them and just follow them, just right on off to get anywhere they want to take me and be happy. You know, I don't think so. You know, and I think that I think that we have a, I think that we have so much going for us that once we put the right type of a, a frame around it, you know, not to not to not a parameter in the sense that the content could be no greater greater than this container. So if we we're going to take right. we're going to take this here these mm-hmm. oak trees, we're going to take these oak trees in which our people, which these here, they just Mighty, mighty, mighty people, and confine them to these little these little flower pots that's coming here from all different parts of the world. Then that we're not going to grow. It's going to stun our growth. So I'm kind of like you know. I mean, I'm all ears for 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 what my people are talking about first, because I know that they have something buried in them. And that this is their genesis, and once they get hit to that, you see, then we can look for great things from these people. But they have to realize that hey, this is this is where it's at, you know. So I mean, it's just where like it's it, it, it just like uh, it just <laughs> like uh, well, it's just like the it's like the jinn didn't want to submit to Adam, you know, because they, you know, or the angels didn't want to submit to Adam because they. Because uh, uh, Adam was breaking all of the rules and he was doing everything wrong, you know. But the angel just didn't know but one side. He's only had one nature, you see. But 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 wanted to know. The angel wanted to know. Well, why did God favor this man so much? Because right. the angel didn't have that foresight to see into the future. You see, so. So, 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 so the people, in spite of what they have all gone through, they have to come out of her. And I don't think that we should be condemning our people because of all of the stuff that has been forced on them through slavery and that they have been tampered with and have been touched by this here uncleanliness and by this defilement. They have to clean up from that and so then they can shine because these are, this is where it's at. And the only thing, well, what are we going to be happy because they go join up with the with the basketball team's name, the Clippers? You know, they're going to join up with the with the with the, with the silver with the with the silver, you know, this this guy, the silver Smith or silver Stein, Sterling, Sterling, Don Sterling, Sterling Adam yeah, Silver. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, how how long are we supposed to sit back and just watch this type of a thing? You know, just go. There are people just exploiting. You know, our young people, the young, the youth. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they just, they just, 
It's yeah. a campaign that it, it's just been crazy as of lately. They just seem to be they're just going upside these these youth heads, you know, like open hand smacks. It's just totally disrespectful at point. And I think that when you got a a people so desperate for identity, don't know who they are. You yeah, know, right. It, those, those people can be dealt with any which way, and I think that we we've seen the culmination of that. People that don't know who they are and are not necessarily even looking, but willing to adopt what they do see in terms of popular culture, and then they want to move towards what they also consider the power dynamic. And I see that you, I think you see that with our our young our young men and our young women. Uh-huh. If, I, if I could, I would like to touch on two things. If I'm sorry to cut you, but if I could, I would like to um to touch on two things. Oh, Actually, please, I would please. like to get yeah. my father's input and have him share two things. Um, one is, uh, who are we? Who are okay. we? That's my first question. And the second question is basically something that I asked you earlier, which is, based off of something that I seen on Sunetta TV, KTL Media, um, the other day, in terms of if homosexuals should be able to teach inside the conscious community. But first, oh. I want to explain who are we. I want to get your perspective well, on that, and then well. I will also share my perspective on that. And then secondly, should homosexuals be able to teach within the conscious community? Well, I mean, any time that any time that we give in to weaknesses, and that's a weakness. And well, now, what is a weakness? Well, it's something that's contrary to the natural order that we give in to. Now, any everybody know, even a child know that two men or together, they're not going to produce nothing. They're not going to produce no kids. They're not going to be in the service of God of doing bringing holy souls into the world. And then you, I hear sometimes they say, well, man, I was born like this. Well, then that's another, that's scary. Because any time that, that anytime the womb is producing something that's not holy, then that is a real concern because now what's coming into the world? See, so, so, so this here whole, this here, this giving in to just the urges, man could be an animal. But animals cannot be men. Man could get down on his belly and act like a snake, but he could stand up and be a divine being and a divine soul. And now it's his choice. Do he just want to give in to just that lustful animal nature? He could just be an animal like the beast of the field if he want to, or he could come out of that. Don't try to teach my child how to be the beast of the field. Don't try teach my kids on how to be, you know, an animal, you know. I mean, yeah. I want to see something that's going to teach, let's, let's have some thoughts that's going to elevate the mind and not give in to this type of a weakness. A man and right. a woman are the crowns. They are the, they are the mothers and fathers of civilization. I mean, they produce, I mean, the prophets, the holy people, the sages, the artists, you know, the, the philosophers, all that comes from man and woman, from the womb. 
and we have to protect that and bless that, then there's no blessing. Now, what do you mean? Well, I don't know where you're going to be blessed, man. You're going to go home and you're going to lay in the bed. You know, I don't want to paint any pictures. I mean, but that all of that activity, you know, it's nothing divine in that. That's not love. That's animal lust. You know, love is when you when you in the service of bringing holy souls into this world and taking care and taking care and standing over that and, and standing upright and perpendicular to. I don't know. I'm hearing a whole lot of noise. Oh, I'm sorry. We uh, <laughs> on on the program when our guests make you know uh, profound statements, we exclamated by dropping a bomb. You know, what I'm saying oh, just to yeah. vocalize okay. the audience attention okay. towards that point. Okay. It's our okay. way of saying I, I say in the weirdest of ways. Yeah. I got, I got you. I got you. Okay, my bad. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but but to answer that question, who 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 are we? I mean, that's uh, I mean, we we are in the image of uh, uh, of of creation. The male and female principle is manifest in everything in life. The male and female principle, they work together. I mean, it works in the atoms, the molecules, in the trees, the rain, the dirt the sun, the moon, the stars. So we are a people that's created in that image. That's being in the image. It's just that we are now the the crown of those things, which is a very high honor. Why sacrifice yeah. to come down off of that plane and level of consciousness just to act like a darn animal? That's right. You know, you know. I mean, no, I think, yeah. We need to say. We need to say. I, you know, I don't like even disrespecting animals because an animal is not going to breed outside of a species, and an animal is not going to engage in um in a level of activity. Now, family, don't start inboxing me with one or two pictures that you can find on the internet. <laughs> The monkeys humping on each other, all right? I'm saying overall in terms of what with, with, with an animal as a species is wired with, they they came to survive and continue the species. So that whole process right. involves them propagating their species, you know what I'm saying, by getting with the opposite. And that's what well, animals do. It. Animals don't go outside of that. So I don't even think it's fair to even equate that to animal behavior. Yeah. Yeah, and I have my own theories well, about animals and yeah. their, their intelligence. I'm saying, well, the animals, animals, the animals they they nurse their kids, they nurse their young. You see, and 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 what happens is that man, he's capable of going below that because he don't even they they now they think it's something old fashioned about nursing their young and holding their own young yeah. to their breasts. You know, so man has yeah. the ability. What makes him master? is that he comes through all of those different stages. He has to master those stages and bring himself up above those things. Otherwise, he's being ruled and controlled by those elements, those lower elements. 
And like you were saying, is that even the animals, I mean, they, they, breast, they care for their young and they breastfeed their young and they do a lot of things. Man has gotten away from that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I see, I see it. The young women, you know, they think it's something, oh, man, they're not, you can't breastfeed their kids. You know, so they need to learn yeah. about the hormones in their, in, the, in, their, in their milk. They need to understand yeah, what they are about. Yeah. You know, young lady, I was dealing with told me that uh, we had to sign a contract and she breastfed that I had to agree to um, <laughs> give her a uh, pay for her breast lift. The what? I kid you not. <laughs> the young lady said I had to pay for her breast lift. Oh, that's just foolishness. Stay away from women like that. That's foolishness. Oh, man. You had to pay for her breast milk? Hey. No, her breast lift. So she was in the after she was gonna breastfeed our children, that um the child was gonna make her breast sag, and because she was so interested or concerned with this cosmological, I mean this cosmopolitan look that she had adopted, you know she put that before feeding the child, and I you know I effectively had to uh, let her go later. Yeah. Because um, I'm like, we're talking about rearing of children here. I was breastfed. My mother had twins. You know what I'm saying? She breastfed both of us. She made the ultimate sacrifice. <laughs> Bless <So>, her heart. <laughs> yeah, for real. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, she told us that we was, <laughs> we was kind of ravenous with it, you know. <laughs> we had this challenge going on as, as one pop. A breast in the mouth, and the other one had to go. Like, oh, now I'm hungry all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your mom was a strong woman, man. I mean, and, that, and, that, and her hormones really stick with you and protect you for a long time. You're 30, 40 years old, and those mother's hormones are still instrumental in your in your, your, well, your stabilization, your yeah. balance, and your equilibrium yeah. and who you are. My, yeah, and our development, right, you know. Yeah. I I actually, you know, in terms of a profession, I do with my mother, you know, healing. I also do what my father does in terms of journalism. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm adamant about carrying on that mission on that legacy, the, the, that fire that she lit. So I don't know if that's a DNA in yeah. me telling me to carry that yeah. But That um, bonding. Yeah. That's bonding, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's like, good. Like it's, good to, it's, good, it's good to have that. It's good to have that. I mean, you'd be surprised with the brothers that don't, that do not have that. And and that, I, and, that, I, and, that, I, and that's I, what, and that's where the, where, I where hopefully that the listeners, right. that the listeners would, 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 if someone's out there that's listening, that they would, they should come to the understanding that, man, you're a woman, man. She's more important. She's the she's the greatest thing on this earth for you. And if you're just gonna just just kick her out and treat her any kind of way like that, there you're destroying yourself. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I, I can't find. I wish I could find a word that would just, you know, make that clear. You know how right. important that is. 
you know, it, you know. So when, whenever people get to the point where that they can't they can't relate to that that basic thing, like you were saying, the animals, even 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 the animals. You see the animals; they they care for their babies and they're young and protect them. Yeah, they, they don't abandon their young because they understand that their mission is to propagate the species. And how else are they going to do that if they're not responsible for rearing that child? Because, like you said, child is fragile. You know what I'm saying? Child is fragile. So now we're dealing in a reality where we're surrounded by an increasing population. In particular, and unfortunately, you know, that population, those numbers in that population are, are more pronounced in our community, whereas child is being born through artificial means, through a hospital, and we already know that there's a lot of factors that play into that um, birthing process that are non-conducive. And then, you know, the child is being spanked or smacked by a doctor with a white coat on under those bright lights. And then that child is being put on Similac. Some of these these children, because of the conditions in which they were born and raised, and then they were born to, to single mothers or parents, for that matter, who are addicted to drugs, so they don't have that that parental, you know what I'm saying? That caring touch is so response, so uh, instrumental, you know, in a child's rearing, you know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. a child even be able to to identify with what it is that we're talking about right now, because like I said, I I was best fed by my mother, and um, you know, she was very instrumental in terms of just setting certain precedents in, in our mind by, by way of our eyes. We saw her do certain things. And my grandfather always maintained that narrative that he spoke about the woman. You know, he always talked about the number four. And as many things as he told me about the number four, the most profound thing that he said that he always would repeat is he said that life comes from the four cavities of the woman, the womb. Mm-hmm. And for him, that's what made that number a sacred number. But what I'm saying is that, you know, minus that, you know what I'm saying, minus all of those variables that I'm talking about, if someone is raised with none of those things intact, what are the probabilities, you know what I'm saying, that that child is going to fall into a slippery slope? Because even with all of that education and rearing, you know, I I haven't been a hundred percent in regards to my relationships and my treatment of women. So you know, I, I well, this is where we this is where we come in at we come in at a, as a community of people, and that's why we have to start recognizing each other, stop condemning and throwing rocks at each other too. You see, because we have to realize that coming out from up under this here slavery mentality, you see? And, and and a lot of the, if you listen to a lot of the, the, the dialogues between the man and the woman, that's how the the, 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 the the black male is talking to his woman like the old slave master used to talk to both of them. The slave master would shout at them and call them all kind of names and, and derogatory terms, and he would turn to, oh, well, this is what a man is about. Get over here, woman. Then he'd go to treating his woman like this. So what I say? Shut up. You know, you little old knackerhead kids. You know, you know, and that's how that's how the that's how they left the black family. 
I don't hear a sound. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Hello, are you there? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, every, everything oh, is so quiet. I thought you said you don't hear a bomb. I thought you were waiting for that bomb. Now, we here. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. But, but, but a lot of the, but a lot of the relationships, you hear that slavery, you, you hear that slavery, that slavery mentality in the dialogue that, 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 that the male and the female have with each other in the contempt. They was using the brothers back then for just to to impregnate the women, so they could just get the. They using the brothers as studs, you know. So now that now a lot of these males now they don't know that that's that's a slavery mentality that they have, just running around being studs and running off. You know that's what that's right. a, that's that's a slavery. That's a slavery mentality. But my my thing is yeah, I feel like that's a. a a learned behavior more so than it's something genetic because according to what my mother was telling me and my elders and my grandfather and them, that wasn't happening in the early 1900s, 1930s, 1950s. You know, when dope hit, she said, that's when everything changed. You know what I'm saying? And when these programs came out, you know, where they started pushing and promoting slavery and people started getting an idea of what it might have been like, then they started pretty much adopting that mindset. But I don't think that it was something intrinsic DNA-wise uh, or unless it's hit the two generations, or we wouldn't have been here. Well, you take you take the blacks back in the 1800s, man. They were dignifying, coming and pulling themselves up. I mean, and they, were, they, were, they, they had a good idea about what they wanted to do and how they wanted to do it. And they were very smart and intelligent. They have reduced the people. They have taken the people back to that time when they were just yes. in shackles. They've taken them back to that. And they have the, 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 the working handbook on how to keep them in that condition. And that's how yes. they want to keep them so they can point them out to the world that this, you see how these people are? They can't learn nothing. They can't do anything. They're not worth anything. Just... Hit them upside the head and throw them in jail or something, you see? And, and, but it, but it's, a, it's, a condition, it's a condition that they have the, a scientific method in keeping that condition in place. And, 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 and it's through knowledge that these young brothers out here is going to have to wake up and say, hey, man, I'm not going to go down that path. I don't know yes, whether yes. or not they have to have to be like the ass that you read about in the Bible that, uh, that the bell was riding the ass, and the ass saw an angel standing in the road with a sword in his hand. And, 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 and he told the, he told about to get off or get off of his back. You see, you know, if he got to see that, man, you got you going against some divine principles in doing this here, and that behavior that they're, they're exhibiting is wrong. It's totally it's totally out of sync with 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 creation. How could they call on anything? positive to come down when they're exhibiting all of these here things. It's the same thing. You don't see no blessings coming to this country. No no blessings coming to the world. 
you can't, they, they can't claim that. They can't claim peace of mind and happiness and success for its people. It's too much rape, too much murder, too much just crime and just too much cops and murder she wrote and just, you know, the first 48 and just too much of that nonsense going on for them to try to say that this right. is a civilized society. They can't say that. They can't claim that. No, they can't. They can't put, they can't flash the, the, the gadgets in front of us and all of the, you know, the, the trinkets and all of this stuff like this here and say, oh, look, aren't you happy that you live here? Well, no, it's not about that, man. You know, we was we could we could do without that if we have to. Right. You know. But they can't claim that. They can't claim they can't claim to be a happy nation of people. War. All the time. In the state of war. A thousand uh, 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 army bases stationed up around the planet. You know. Bombs and guns and just you know drones, just, yeah, yeah, drones and everywhere you look, you know. Well, this don't look like some type of a a a a, a, a beautiful experience, man. This looks like some sort of a like some madman is in charge of this stuff, some maniac. You know, these people have gone totally crazy, man. I mean, it's like. They rape women now and kill them. No, they kill them first, then rape them after they kill them. You know, I mean, it's a sick, man. This disease and it's sick and it's unclean spirits clinging to these people, man. And they got, and, and, and these young and these young blacks have to realize that, hey, man, they got a book to say, come out of her, you my people, and be not partakers of their plagues. If they don't think the plagues is coming, they just have to. They should. They should try to distance themselves from that type of an activity that they that they're participating in. But they're promoting that. I'm like, oh, it's legal, like Vanessa uh, was saying, you know, about the about this uh, uh, the homosexuality. Oh, it's legal. Yeah, but cigarettes is legal too, and whiskey and and killing and murder and I mean army and art legal too. That doesn't mean it's right, you see, but they're feeding all that nonsense to these young, this young generation, so it's easier to proposition them, and that's what they want to do. They're after the manhood. They want to take take the manhood away. Yeah. You know, so what? So the whole thing is based upon the the, the, the male and female. That's it. You don't separate the male and the female. You're a devil if you do that. It's simple as that. That's devilishment. So I mean, and they and they've been devils. You know, you got a lot of brothers call them devils. That's that's almost like a nice term now. You know, that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't, that doesn't even fit. You know, it doesn't. Yeah, it don't term. even fit. It don't even fit because yeah. they're celebrated. You know what I'm saying? Like our children actually want to be vampires and they want to be goth. You know, they embrace yeah. they embracing that concept of uh, devilishment. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then right. you know, yeah. You know how that's, people? That's, yeah, that's, like, in, that's in vogue. That's in vogue being a big devil. You, know, you know, black folk. 
you know, they want they want the uh <laughs> they want the rights to every no devil oh no the black man was first devil, we've been there first. Oh hell? Africans was there first. No, we set that up. <laughs> <laughs> you know how people are, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we, we, we need you see I think one of the big tricks that was played on black people in America is that when they told the black people that they were free, now you could vote. <laughs> you know. I mean in this here whole concept of just falling off into being an, an American. I mean, we didn't come here since when, man. I mean, since when? You know, when, when did I become an American? You know, you know that's something, man, that you just forced upon me and my people. You know, we didn't come over here, man, on some green card, man, over here, man, trying to get over here and simulate with this thing. You know, I mean, that's something I was forced upon the people. That's like they got this. Is anyone there? Yes, we're right Hello? here. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, like they like like they got this thing. They got this thing now about if you're born in America, you come here. You come here and you have a baby here, and then that baby's an automatic citizen. Yeah, the well, I mean, they more or less more or less did that to the black people. You know. Oh, you mean to tell me now that my kids? Is, is is born here? They automatically belong to you, you know, because they was born here. Well, it doesn't start. It didn't start like that, man. You can't take somebody and kidnap them and lock them up, you know, and then give them your names and your education, and and then you sit back and act like you the father of civilization. I mean, how sick, man. I mean, historically. I mean, the national sins, man, that has been uh, played, the game that has been played on the people. You know, yeah. I mean, come on, man. You know, ain't no money in the world going to undo this here, man. No. It's not about the money that you print. That's not going to get it. You know, it goes deeper than that. Because we could see right now how silly these people act, the ones that got a whole lot of money. Yeah, ain't it? You know, so, I mean, it's not, it's, it's not about it's not about that. And I don't think that the conscious the conscious community. I don't think I think that they're they're hip to that game. I hope they are. Me too. You know, and plus this money is not working on them anyway. It's not bagged up by anything anyway. It's all it's all some sort of a monopoly type game that they got with this. This here fractional lending and this banking and all of this stuff is just a bunch of. You see the the, see right. the, the so, America English the English language have a whole lot of words in it, but I'm refraining myself from using them. <laughs> you know, to to because it gets you to the point where you 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 know you say, well, man, you get kind of heated up a little bit, you know. You know, but it's just a whole bunch of nonsense, man. So, so I mean, I mean, people have to stop and say, "Hey, man, let's define what we are about as a people." Period. You know, and Dad, I'm so glad that you said that because 
I love to build, but at the same time, I love to get to solutions, you know. Somebody asked yeah. me once, you know, Fanasha, Fatima, Shafati, what are you? I said, I'm a solutionary, you know. Well, what belief, yeah. what, what, what path, what walk do you walk? I'm forever expanding. I'm many different things at many different times. I'm forever expanding. But I'm a solutionary. And I say that to get back to what you just said and to piggyback off that in terms of, so what do we do? And I go back and I stand firm on owning our power of being that image that's created in the likeness of God, having the power over definition, meaning we have the power to create what means whatever we want it to damn mean. We have the power to create our own genesis. Exactly. Without it being defined by someone else's standards of duty, of love, of spirituality, of life, of any of that. And right, just exactly. that power and not let it slip by the wayside because we are under the spells of the of the hells of America, you know? Right. And we just connect back to that original truth that we have, that undeniable, unshakable truth that that of, of who we are, that direct right. of the most high, light beings of the sun, and just be able to just own that and stand firm within that position and claim it and act on it. Right. By becoming the greatest version of ourselves, how? By every day, our lifestyle, focus on, you know, walking within that essence of God and God. Right. Exactly. And, and in all of that place it through our actions. Yeah. Right. And claiming it through our daily actions and deeds, claiming that position and holding it down, more so first and foremost as women. Me understanding, understanding, understanding and knowing that we are the first teachers, claiming it and holding it down. Exactly. And not being able to be moved from our position. Knowing that, yes, I am direct connective source. It's easy for many of us to say we are the mothers and fathers. I cannot leave that out of civilization. But to own that and own that position to our creative works through bringing forth life, which to me personally is the highest level of creation, to bring forth life. Oh, yes. Right. To bring forth life. Right. And to right. do things I mean, uh, of, of, of that deed. Go, go ahead. I don't mean to cut you, Dad. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just bearing witness. I mean, because, I mean, you give not, on, not only from your womb, but just giving life to concepts, giving life to ideals. You know, you know all, all, that's a process. It's a continuation. You know, so so I mean, I'm just bear witness to what you you know. I'm just under, I'm understanding and understanding what you're what you're relating to us. You know, and I I just hope I I don't know about your listening audience, but it's my only hope here 
is that somewhere along the line, some young sisters and some young brothers is going to reevaluate what they are about as the people and look at each other, man, and turn to each other, man, and start treating each other, man, like, like human, like divine beings. What, yeah, Brother what, Red, what Brother saying, Blue. <laughs> yes, Brother Blue is here. Um, I think Red's line dropped again. I don't see him. Okay, that's up fine, Brother um, you know, I had a couple callers that was texting me and said they had some questions um, that they wanted to present to the show. So I don't know when you guys, if you guys okay. even plan on going yeah. to the call queue. But We're gonna I'm go just to the putting that out there. Around, um, 11.30. That's cool. All right. Well, you guys heard it, 11.30. Yeah. Yes, family, we're going to be taking questions in a little while. Um, you know, just wanted to get some more things on record in regards to the services that you offer. I just wanted you to speak specifically, you know, to those uh, services. And, um, you know, I guess we could segue from there. Okay, well, definitely thank you for the opportunity to share this. Fatima Najla Shabazz, that is one of the many accolades that represent who I am, the titles. I am a griot. I still tell stories through uh, oral written word. I am also a certified health and wellness counselor. I teach people how to use food as medicine and live holistically um, by abiding by the laws of nature. I healed myself from borderline diabetes and high cholesterol. I lost over 70 pounds in the process of living a holistic lifestyle, uh, being raised on a plant-based diet, plant-based diet and getting back to a natural divine law. I was able to bring myself back into balance. So right now what I do in terms of work, is I teach people how to live happier, healthier lives using food as medicine. I am a griot. I tell stories. I tell poems. I'm a writer. I am a mother. I am a sister. I am a daughter. I am a healer. And I'm here at your humble service. I can be found online under Chef Fati. That's Chef Fati, F-A-T-I, and also I can be found under Fanasha Divine on Facebook. That's F-A-N-A-H-A-A Divine on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fanasha okay. Divine. Absolutely. Now, in regards to the... Um, quote-unquote, you know, the diet aspect of things, you know, the food. In your profession, are you seeing an increase of people that are seeking out alternative ways of feeding themselves? You know, what has been your experience in this particular field? Is it catching on? Are people reluctant to follow what you say? Do they stick with it and fall off the wagon? You know, what, what, what would you best suggest to somebody that wants to make that change? You know, what's the bridge? I would say that we educate ourselves. 
of the anatomy of the human body and really become aware of what the body can withstand and what it can't. Because it's easy for me to speak from a spiritual aspect in terms of us being light beings and consuming a diet of light and understanding the importance of taking in uh, light cold frequencies that are only found in living foods. What is a light cold frequency? Light cold frequencies are particles of light that contain the essence of light, right? So, yes, yeah. I can speak on that level, but not everyone understands that language. They don't understand the biophotons that can only be recognized through the lens of a Killian camera, right, that resonate with who we are in our DNA as beings of the sun, right? But not yeah. the average person doesn't understand that. So I, I have to meet people where they are. And in me doing that, I realize that people are at a place where they're completely oblivious to the anatomy of the human body and who they are and what this body is to be, is is meant to come into contact with in terms of nourishment and not just in terms of food but in terms of sound in terms of touch in terms of taste environment and many different things so i say that we need to research and really understand who we are at the core of our being. So we can really understand the detrimental outcomes that come out of putting things into our essence, into our body, that are not in vibrational alignment with who we are, particularly melanin-dominated people of the sun. Indeed. I think it's so. I, I think it's very important that we we gain knowledge of self and research and study the diet of a light being. When I say light being, I mean melanin dominated people of the sun. It's very important that we right. understand the diet of who we are, and that just just does not mean food that we take in as nourishment. That means the whole way of life. Our diets in terms of our whole way of life, everything that we do in terms of communicating with our mates, how we give birth to children, how we raise children, what we eat, what we wear as clothes, how we style our hairs, and how we are, and how we associate and identify ourselves when we look at ourselves in the mirror. Our diet, diet is just not food. Diet is every single thing, every thought that comes into your mind, makes up your diet. Right. And just look at these things. Look at your diet from a holistic perspective, meaning mind, body, and spirit, not just from a nutritional food perspective, because I know a lot of sick vegetarians, but that's a different conversation. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Now, you know, I've been seeing a lot of 
young women out here in Los Angeles, and I wanted to coach them and, and you know, just share some, some, some insight. You know what I'm saying? Is there anything that you would suggest in terms of, you know, a way in which somebody can start a conversation with someone who probably has been raised on a ratchet diet the majority of their life, but you see something in them that you just might want to spark, you know? That's a good question. To bring somebody over, you know, to a place in which they could look for something that's not as easily accessible as me and you might think, you know what I'm saying? Like tell them, go and research that information. They might run into conflicting accounts because this is not something that we, quote, unquote, holistically agree upon as a people. You know what I'm saying? I got you. We have people who are fighting tooth and nail and be like, nah, we need blood, nigga. That's, that's African. No, well, you we, know we what? We wasn't, all, we wasn't all plant eaters. You're right. And because of that, I know people that tell me all the time, I get this from many of my clients, you know, Fanasha, you know, Chef Fatih, I had a grandmother or a grandfather that lived to be 105 years old. They smoked cigarettes. They ate pork. They did this, that, and the third. Yeah. And they sat on the porch and they drank lemonade and ate their pork till they was 105. But see, when I speak, I speak of quality, not quantity. So just because you live to be 105, that don't mean you lived 105 quality years. You see what I'm saying? You can have somebody that checked out of here at the age of 20 that may have lived a more quality-filled life that you have in 100 years. And that's sad, but it's true. And when I speak to people, I speak from my personal experience. My father, who you have heard build on the phone over the past hour and a half going on two hours, if not longer or shorter, right? He raised me on a plant-based diet. Both of my parents are vegan. And since I've been on this planet, they've always been vegan, as long as I've known. Right. And they raised me as a vegan. When I turned 16, yes. I decided to go and take on the lifestyles of the environment that I was in, Wisconsin. I was in a dairy state, yes. you know, the, the home of Miller Brewing Company. So what oh. did that mean? That means that state. <laughs> I was in a cheesehead state. So that means at 16, Fatima decided that she was going to stray away from the path that she was taught, which was a holistic path. And Fatima was going to begin to eat dairy, consume a high inflammatory diet, drink alcohol excessively. Mind you, in Wisconsin, it's considered a norm to have beer for breakfast. It's home of Miller Brewing Company. It's the dairy state, the cheese heads, cows. Come on. So I decided I was going to do what everybody else was doing. I made the decision at 16, you know what? Hey, I'm going to do what everyone else was doing. But guess what? When I went to the doctor's office in 2004, right, I've always been no more than 130 40 at the max and throughout my entire life, pounds. 
In 2004, when I went to the doctor and I got on the scale, it weighed in at 206 pounds. And the doctor told me, wow. you're borderline diabetic, diabetic and your cholesterol levels are through the roof. And I knew that I had to do something fast. And guess what? That's exactly what I tried. All kind of fast, quick fixes. Master cleanse. I know it's plenty of callers on the line that probably tried that. Yeah, the cayenne pepper, the lemon juice, whatever, whatever, the maple syrup, cabbage soup, Xenadrin, Zedrax, whatever, all of that stuff they got. I've been there, done that. Why? Because I tried something fast because the doctor told me you need to do something fast. You need to do something fast. Wow. He was trying to give me a fast prescription to some more poison. But thank God that <laughs> wisdom that my parents instilled in me came on board. And I said, you know what, Fatima, this was a slow process. And I say this to answer your question. And the only way I can answer your question, Blue, is to tell this story because there's no one way that I can answer this sto- your question other oh, no than telling my story because this is how I speak to my clients. You know, I can't yeah. speak for everyone. I speak from my own personal experience being 206 pounds. Anybody who knows me go on my website, on YouTube, they see when I was 206 pounds. I was a big girl, but that's not how I was raised. I was raised on a plant-based diet, right? It wasn't until I made the decision and the connection that when I was consuming a plant-based diet, I wasn't tired. I didn't feel lethargic. I wasn't stressed out. My health wasn't failing me. So I made the connection. It was For me, it was common sense. Fatima, you moved up here. You started taking these things into your body, participating in this, in this lifestyle. Your health declined. So for me, it was common sense. Go back to how you were and what you were doing. Before you got to this point, in 2008, I said, you know what? I will not put another dead thing into my body because I'm here to live. I will not put another dead thing into my body or anything that promotes death. I lost seven. And I lost 70 pounds, and I kept the weight off, and I keep it off. And I tell people now all the time, they say, Fatima, you eat so much. Yeah, I do. I eat a lot. Actually, I don't eat a lot, but it seems like I eat a lot because the quality of the food (laughs) is so rich in nutrients. I can have a raw, mark my words, a raw cheesecake. I can have a, a nut milk almond, pistachios, things like this, but if they were made processed, you'd be in a heart, Uh-oh. you'd be somewhere in a, having a heart attack. <laughs> you know, but you the one I can the wrong my territory. Food, excuse me? That I said, you're making that stuff sound too good. Well, it's true. <laughs> and, you know, so 
it's just me me really just respecting who I am and me just not giving in to my lower selves and having the strength. Let me tell you something. I had a brother ask me. He seen some pictures when I was bigger. And he said, yo, you ain't ashamed to show them pictures on the Internet, Fatima? Like, you was mad big. And I'm like, and your point? And he was like, I'm just saying, like, you, like, real pretty now. And on those pictures, you you don't look the best that you you, you might look now. Like, you don't feel ashamed. No, I don't. Because I, I am so thankful for what myself at that time has taught me that, no, I don't have no qualms about me being bigger. You know, because when I look at myself back then, she was a very, very, very strong woman, and she still is now even stronger. And I honor her because her endurance and her strength is nothing to be reckoned with. Because she made it through to get me to where I am now. Right. So we we just have to really just just know that our bodies, our temple, our essence is something to be appreciated. Anything that works 24 hours a day to keep you alive when you're sleeping yeah. is something that should be honored and appreciated and taken into consideration when we choose to put things into it. I almost had to learn the hard way. It was not an easy walk in the park me bringing myself back into balance in terms of my health, in terms of my weight loss. It was not a walk in the park. But it was something that got me into a position now where I'm able to reach certain people that can relate with me, especially sisters that may be struggling with weight and obesity and emotional eating and things like that, or eating out of boredom, and and just many different things. But it's all about detoxification. You know, we have to to give our bodies a rest, to give our bodies a rest. When we fast, that's like a master reset. It's a master reset. It gives our we we have to be able to trust our body's own natural wisdom and intelligence without thinking that we need all of this stuff, just stop eating altogether. <laughs> just stop it and just breathe and drink water in the process and smile. That's yeah. one of the best things that we can do, you know. And I say that because that's what helped me. Just stop, especially if you are overweight, and your health is declining, just stop and just breathe and give yourself a chance to just to just process things and figure out why is it that I eat so excessively or why is it that I choose so many processed foods, the potato chips, the french fries, the ice cream, you know, because when these things lack nutritional value, and we still crave them, we're not eating for nutritional value. We're eating to feed parasites. We're eating to feed a parasitic mentality that has manifested in us because of 
the things we have been eating that we have allowed to grow within us, but also the environment, the culture, the communities that we're in. So we got to really just stop. And when I say stop, if you're on medication or if, you know, if you need to go seek your doctor's advice or permission to take my words, go do it. But just stop and find out who you're feeding. Are you feeding you, the divine being in you? Are you feeding yourself like whole frequencies, particle essence of life that contain the essence of life? Or are you feeding these parasites? And we cannot know those things until we just really just stop and become still enough to hear and listen to that voice within and see who's talking to who and who's in control of what. Yes. I don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you absolutely did. Yes, you did. Absolutely. You know? Yes. Do you feel as if you did? I, I, I definitely feel as if you did. Hello? I'm here. Yes. Is Brother Redfield anywhere around? Okay. Speaking of the Red, he goes. <clears throat> Peace. Peace, peace. I'm here, family. Yes, indeed. All right, family. We are now going to the phone lines. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, now is the time to press one on your phone. Press one on your phone, and we will bring you into the conversation. Okay, fam? All right? Press one on the phone. We are taking questions, comments, or concerns at this particular time. So let us go to the first caller. Let us go to caller from the uh, 347365. Let's go to the 347365. Let's set it off. Peace. Welcome to Notre Radio. Hi. Sorry. Um. Good night. Good night. Good evening, family. Sorry. I'm actually just getting on the line. I was just wondering, um, what is tonight's conversation about, please? Are you just tuning in? I'm just tuning in. Okay. No problem. We have our guest here. All right. This is Chef Ati, a.k.a. Tanash Divine. She is a um, divine wellness coach. She's also a holistic uh, practitioner in every sense of the word. She's a griot. And she brought her father along with her. Oh, that's and Elder has been dropping, yes, uh, uh, unprecedented amount of gems on us tonight. You know what I'm saying? So, the griots are speaking. We just at the fire listening, you know, absorbing these jewels. And that's where we at with it. Yes, um... I would like to ask her a question, please. Thank you, Brother Boo. I appreciate that. Um, um, any information you can share about fibroids and how to deal with fibroids, fibroid tumors? Yes. Please, because thank you. Of so what much. She, 
Yes, sister. We have to be conscious of what we put into our bodies, organic and inorganic. We have to study what it is that we put into our bodies. But first, study our divine essence. And know, and mark my words when I tell you this, that we are divine in every aspect of the word. And as light beings, we must consume a diet of light. First and foremost, there are many things that we take in this Western diet into our bodies that do not resonate with who we are and that cause all type of hormone disruptions, psychological disruptions within the body, and they manifest into fibroids, cysts, tumors, cancers. So the best way for me to simplify your question is to get back to nature and consume an organic diet, meaning consume things that are grown from the earth and consume them in their most natural form. That is the best way to get away from fibroid tumors. I meet sisters all the time that are unfortunately having hysterectomies and their sacred feminine body parts snatched out of them because they're unaware of the importance of having these things in them first and foremost. And just as many other things outside of themselves. So just know that you're sacred, you're divine, and in order to feed a sacred and divine being, we must consume things that come naturally from the earth. That means that it's not processed or hasn't been processed in a laboratory. And it's not hard for the body to break and digest these things. They're loaded with active digestive enzymes. And they have high nutritional value. So that's what I would say in terms of fibroids. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a blessed one. Peace. Yeah, thanks. Peace. Thank you. Love my. Oh, sorry. My apologies. I, I don't know if I hung up on it too soon. Hello? What? Yes, hello? Yes, yes, yes. She said peace. So yes. give thanks, Carter. Okay. Thank you for calling in. That was a great question. There's a lot of sisters yes, that's out was. there that's dealing with fibroids and... Absolutely. It you is know, a situation. A whole lot. It's an epidemic. Yep. You know? So we're going to go and to we another can call. Time, before you go to the next caller, let me throw this in there. Yes. Because we can also gain these fibroids, not just from what we're eating, 
the foods that are high in estrogen and the soy and all of these things, we gain these fibroids from our mindset. We gain yeah, these fibroids yeah. from the relaxers that we put in our hair, from this anger and this rage that we hold towards our men. It's making us go fibroids. It's making us go sick. So you can listen to me and everything I said in terms of eating right, but if you still want to chemically treat your hair and adopt the Western mentality of an independent woman that don't need a man and do all of these things, you will be a vegan and grow fibroids. Mark my words. I see them every day. It's a holistic lifestyle we have to live, especially as people of the sun, meaning mind, body, and spirit connected. Let us go to you. Are you ready for another caller? Yes. Okay. Let us go to caller from the 510684. 510684, caller. Hey, spoken another ledge. Our car, his car is. That's the time. Like I said, how do you even want to be talking about twice? He's having a car. All right, they're cutting up. We'll come back to them. Let's go to the 347906. 347906, caller. Peace. Welcome yeah, to Notre Dame. Peace. 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 Um, bless it, queen. Bless it, red pill and blue pill. Be up in the cells. My question is to the my question is to the queen. Um, I just came in from her, so I don't want to go over too much things that she may have spoken about. But I would like to know about more about the sun gazing, if she didn't speak on that already, because I know right now, being that we're in the, the summer season, and she says, no, don't eat, which is, I agree, to make your body build, make your body build that strength again so you can have that, you know what I mean, that natural blessing with the most I gave you. But I would like to know what are your thoughts on sun gazing as a form of supplement for food? Because if the sun can't supply the whole planet for food, why well, can't supply our, body, our bodies as and beings, you know? So that's really my question I would like for you to answer for me. Well, the sun can supply our bodies. Why? Yeah, because yeah. we're sun beings. It, it can't. But right. there's times of the day that we must, if we're going to sun gaze, that we must take into consideration, right? right? When I say we're light beings, I mean that literally. We're light beings. Right, absolutely, Meaning that absolutely. the sun is what is supposed to nourish us, not these lower extremities as food, and wisdom, knowledge, song, dance, love. is what's supposed to nourish us. Right? right? So if we're going to sun gaze, I, I recommend it. Why? The sun is antiviral. It's antimicrobial. It's high in, 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 in vitamins, minerals, very strong. I'm a strong advocate of getting in the sun, especially if you are a person of the sun. Right. Just know the more times. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Queen. Go ahead. I mean to cut you. We just, we, we just yeah. have to know the proper times to sun gaze. Right, like... And know, yeah. you know, when we're sun gazing, 
when we when I I I I work amongst many sun gazers. Right. When you're sun gazing, don't be putting all of this food into your body. It's unnecessary. You're disrupting the inner alchemy that is going to take place once you open yourself up and connect with the sun. Trust your body's own natural wisdom. Right. Trust the divine. I was thinking around, you know, I was probably thinking around like two times, like early in the morning before the the real ultraviolet rays really start to emit heavy and when the sun is going down. Those are the two times I really noticed I can really gaze at the sun for a long period of time, you know, but I would like to know that. And what about alkaline water? Because I know you certain water. You don't need to stare at it necessarily that long either. Right. That's you know, right. and you got to find out when 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 those rays are most prominent in your location, at different locations, at different times, for different locations. Right. Um. Yeah. Well, what so I want to say about out. alkaline water is: Have you ever heard of Soul Gold Water? Go go water. Soul gold water. Soul gold. No, I never heard of that before. No. Well, it's a water that's produced by the brothers that run this radio show. Red pill and blue pill. Well, no, me no, no, I forgot buy a, buy oil from them. No. You have to yeah, buy it. Yes, right. It's high in alkalinity. Ocean fourteen corp. Yes. Okay. It keeps the pH levels at a balanced level. Okay. Pardon me, I'm not here to play because I'm right by the airport. Pardon me. Excuse me? No, I was saying pardon me if you hear the airplanes pass because I'm right by the airport so the the planes are passing as I'm speaking to you. Yes. Oh, good, brother. All right. Yes, but, you know, keeping our body in a balanced state is what the goal is. And because so many of us, consume a very ascetic, parasite-feeding diet. It's very right. important that we consume things like soul glow water to balance out that, to help bring our body's natural pH levels back up. So to answer that question, I would say yes. I recommend it and get with the brothers and find out about the soul gold water and how you can buy it by the case. I heard you mention that, so you can get the to get it into your your system, brother. Right. So I'm just going to do a red pill and blue pill. My phone number, I'm gonna call you. You know, as soon as the show finishes. But you know, continue doing the work, people, because the black community need this, and we love it. I love it. We look forward to it every week. So you know, keep the power alive and keep the movement going, because we're the first people who continue to be the everlasting people on this earth. So keep up the good work, people. I love it. Indeed. Yes, Absolutely. Yes, thanks. Thanks, brother. All right, bless Lord. Thanks. Bless you. Yes. Okay, let's go to caller from the 909-909-214. 909, 909-214. 909, caller, welcome. Peace. Oh, peace. Uh, greetings. Thank you so much, Red, Blue, and um, Red Pill, Blue Pill. Really, really beautiful show tonight. Um, I just wanted to say it has been a really great show. I'm so happy to have been able to hear the mother and the daughter. You guys did a beautiful representation of the, oops, my cat, <laughs> um, 
a beautiful representation of the masculine and the feminine energy. And I just um, wanted to ask uh, from your father and or yourself, beautiful sister, um, how was it that you all were raised? Were you raised on a particular religion or were you raised on just a, on a, um, on a doctrine or, you know, those are the, that's just the question that I had. And thank you so very much. I really feel like I've been greatly blessed tonight. Uh, well, can I answer that? Please, yes, sir. Please, yes, please. I, 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 uh, I never really uh, pushed religion on any of my children. I studied religion. I studied Christianity. I studied Islam, basically. But I never really made it mandatory for the children to follow after my uh, uh, religious uh, uh, understanding because Actually, I found all of those religious books to be uh, ambiguous to a great degree. And uh, so they were all studies to me. I, uh, my wife and I, we were, we, were, we were very much interested in, in, in health food and, uh, you know, reading books and, in terms for health and what have you. And this is what we got into. I mean, we wanted to, you know, have our own children, like my daughter mentioned. I delivered my children at home. Uh, but it wasn't based upon a a doctrine, you know, of, of, of a religious doctrine like that. I just took the best out of what I could uh, take out of, out, of, out of the religions, and I just tried to live that. And I tried to take my understanding and just put it into practice around my house and whatnot like that and teach my children good principles. And that was basically how that uh, how that was. I mean, I was just, uh, I mean, uh, you know, eight, uh, you know, had I remember having eight of them in the house at all one time. I mean, and that was, I mean, you know, school, shoes, clothes, and whatnot like that. I mean, so it, it was a, you know, we had our work cut out for us and just, just being a family. But it wasn't based upon any, uh, all right, let's go. Now it's time to go to, to, to you know, the, to the meeting and stuff like that. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't push that. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, I, 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 really beautiful. Thank you so much. And uh, the reason why I ask is because I was very blessed to have a very, very beautiful father and mother as well, and my dad raised us on natural law. He, you know, spent hours and hours trying to give us the best of what he knew. And then when I, then when I decided that I wanted to um, go into a particular religion, you know, he, um, you know, he told me, you know, I always raised you to be a free spirit. Um, you know, that's your choice to make. But it took me so many years, you know, to come back to what it is and how it was that my father raised me. But, you know, I figured as much, so I had to ask, and I thank you both once again for just blessing the family. Very, very beautiful. Much, much appreciation. Oh, give thanks, beautiful. Peace be with you, sir. Thanks. 
Yes, that was a beautiful question as well. Jeffrey, thank you. I mean, I had a lot of re- I had a lot of questions about religion when I was back during the you know during the sixties and I mean even the late fifties and sixties and whatnot like that. I mean, I had a whole lot of questions and I couldn't find re- I couldn't find religious people or get the answers out of the religious books. So I mean, I it I eventually found uh, every everything is not written in a book. That's right. Everything's not written in a book, so I mean, you know, there's the oral traditions, and then there's a uh, the written written words. But a lot of information come to us as a people, just in our normal walk of life. I mean, it has something to do with this here, these laws of of, of attraction, and what you're seeking out, what you're what you what you're gravitating to, what you secretly desire. I mean, if you're secretly desiring some higher realms and understanding and want to put yourself on that level, I really think that you're going to pull it to you. You're going to, you're going to, if you open up your eye and be real concerning, you're going to find a lot of answers that's coming at you all the time. So, so I, I, I never did a, I never did. Uh, once I, once I, you know, of course, you know, I, I, I picked up the Bible and I was reading the Bible, and then, uh, then I started reading about the, the King James. I mean, his life. I mean, and I said, well, wait a minute, man. I, you know, I don't know if I want to, you know, take this as just the gospel or not. Yeah. I, because, because uh, in fact, it was. I think it was. I don't know, fifty or so. Uh, scholars that he rounded up and had them revise the book and he just authorized it to make the kings and whatnot uh, look like gods, you know, or something like that. So I mean, I'm not doubting the book that doesn't have a, a, a lot of uh, our history and a lot of our wisdom, a lot of wisdom in that. I just think it's been so darn tampered with and we've been so buried in that book. You know, so I just I, I didn't want to uh, I didn't want I didn't really want to promote it because I didn't want my children to start asking me a lot of questions about the book that I didn't have any answers for. One that was right. one, you know, and uh, but of course I uh, I later I, I got a lot of understanding about the book, but it wasn't from the book. You know. Paula, are you still with us? Oh, I I thought I was off the line. I <laughs> thank you so oh, yeah. much. Peace and love. Yes, I'm going off the line. <laughs> but thank you, Paula. You're oh, very good. Yeah. Don't, don't hang up. Yeah. Don't hang up. Oh. I'll just mute your phone. I I wanted you, you know, I wanted the elder to continue, you know, to address you. But thank you for your question. It was beautiful. Okay, I'll stay on the line. Give thanks, sister. Give thanks. I wanted to throw something in that uh, we didn't mention. Um, our page on Facebook as a group is Bakumbade. That is the page of the Griots. That is our fan page. So if you want to go on there and follow us on Facebook and find out about our upcoming events in the South Florida, Miami-Dade, uh, Southern region, 
please check out our page by Kumbade. That's B A K U M B A D A E by Kumbade on Facebook. Indeed. Indeed. Let us go to another caller while we have the hands up. Family, if you want to continue with us and you're listening on on your computer, you might want to call in the 347-637-2135. That is, one more time, 347-637-2135. The computer will cut off on you in the next three minutes, but you can continue with us on the phone, and we're going to answer all of the call callers that have their hands up. So let me Brother go Blue. to the caller from the 70. Yes. Brother Blue, we're going to open up the line for the uh, 832, and then we're going to go to Sorry, the caller. Okay, so we're going to have this caller call in, and then we're going to go to our, our 708. And make sure. Hold on. Make sure you guys go to the 407 because they have been holding on for almost two hours, texting me, emailing me, everybody out in Orlando, everybody out in Palm Beach. I'm getting your text messages, and I just put it out there. So they see the 954s, the 305s, and the 407s. If you guys haven't pressed one, uh, stop yeah. texting Press yeah. one. Press one because I, I saw the 407 earlier, but I don't see the 407 up in there now. So 407. Okay. Rep hey. your area code, press one. <laughs> but yeah, let's uh, go to the eight three two. Peace, peace, family. This is uh, Nefernubia. Peace, family. Hey, peace. <laughs> peace. I wanted to say what an amazing show. So much information, and you know. I've seen Sister Fernanda Chafasi and her father perform. This man is an amazing griot, an amazing, not only an amazing, um, an intelligent man, but an amazing person. Um, his, he's able to play instruments and speak in tones and just has a vibration that you just know he's, he's from somewhere else. And their band, um, Bakumba Day. Uh, you can look it up on Facebook. You can follow that page. Uh, they're amazing, and you'll love it. But anyways, I have thank, you, thank, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you, sister. Thank you. That's very nice to do. Yes, definitely. Um, I had a question for you, uh, Fanasha. My question is: Is you? I heard you talking about detoxing, and you were speaking of the importance of detoxing. Um, when you're detoxing from different foods and substances, do you think it's also a good idea to detox from certain things or music or, you know, activities? Does, how, how big of a role does that okay. from certain foods and substances as well? Well, I'm going to answer that. And, Dad, if you want to come in after me, I know um, she asked my question, but please feel free to go ahead because I believe there's another level of wisdom on the topic you may be able to share it outside of my personal experience. Now, based on my personal experience, Queen Nubia, is there are different levels of detox. You may go on a detox or a fast or a cleanse for one day, and that may just be from the phone. It may be from Facebook. You may go on a two-day detox from Whole Foods. You may go on a one-year detox 
from sexual intimacy with your opposite mate, male, female, female, male. So there are different levels of detoxification. So to answer your question, and specifically, it really depends on what you're going into detox for, you know. Why are you detoxing? Is it for spiritual reasons? Is it for physical reasons? Is it all connected? And if you're really serious about healing, that is how your detox is going to take place on every level, mental, spiritual, physical, emotional. You're not going to detox for one reason. I'm going to detox from food because I want to lose five pounds. No. I'm going to detox from food because I want to be strong in my goddess essence, mentally, spiritually, and physically. So it's not until, do you hear me, Nubia? Yes, I'm here, sis. So it's not until we understand that detoxification is more than just refraining from one thing for one specific thing. And what yeah. holistic living truly means, mind, body, and spirit harmonization, that we really get in, get on board of what it is that we profess in, some, in terms of healthy people and people that's trying to walk a holistic path. Can, so can, I, say, can, can I add something there, Fatima? Yes. Go ahead. Sure. Dad. You know, the uh, uh, the physical things that we eat and even the things that we do and the things that we are attracted to and that we involve ourselves with or the cities that we live in or the, the, the house or the buildings, all of these things have a form of gravity. And these things, like, take a weight and they pull on us. I mean, this beautiful thing that we call earth, I mean, in the end, it's waiting to grind us to dust. You see? So, 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 so the things that we consume, you know, from the earth, you see, these are the very things that's pulling us down, you see, out of this here other self that we have that escapes that claim, that, uh, that dust claim that the earth is always there ready to, to take, you see, so... Like for, for Fatima, she said it perfectly because it it's not just a physical thing. Because once you once you come, you master that gravitational pull of that environment, whether it be your food or what have you, then there's something else that's going to take place with your other self. It's going to step a little bit and function a little bit independent of that physical body. In other words, it's going to vibrate differently. It's going to naturally, but it can't vibrate because it's in this here. We are in these bodies. You see, so we have to get ourselves, you know, so these, this body, we can hold our own self, inner self, hostage in these bodies. So I think we want to free, want to detox and free ourselves. So we can actually free it, not just for the to lose weight, because 
if you just look and say and just focus on the fact, oh, I'm losing weight, I look in the mirror and I look good, but but what about this here mind and this here spirit, this inner self? What about your vanity? Yeah, this is another part. This another part of us that 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 that, that the only time it get, it's liberated from this here bodies in a lot of cases is that either when we're deceased or when we go to sleep at night. You see, because once we rest our bodies at night, there's a part of us that leaves this body. You see, so so that's another that's another part of our existence. If you live to be 75 years old. Uh, 25 years of your life, you spent sleeping. Right. You so you 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 were exposed to 50 years on this plane of existence, uh, active 50 years. And the other part, is, but there's something else. Take your life is about something else that's not disclosed, that's unseen. We are part of an unseen world. So the prophet said that we were dead, that we were in this world. This was like a dead world that we're in. So we have to come. So so the resurrection, be resurrected out of out of these this the gravity, the gravitational pull that's on these physical bodies. You know, I'm not talking that. Don't get me wrong. Now. I mean, don't let's not get carried away here. Some people, some knowledge, I think, for some people is good, and for other people, a little bit of knowledge could be a dangerous thing. You know, you know, because because you can't uh, you can't you can't uh, introduce a person to a lot of uh, uh, ideals and concepts and and, and realities. Because uh, if they're not wrapped tight, if they're not really founded or they're not rooted good in the, in their existence, because some people, they just don't know. I mean, in other words, you have to, you know, it's good for a person to have a little fear in them. Like you take your child and you say, don't do this. Don't walk out in that street or you're going to get hit by a car, you see. And, uh, because it's good to have that to be aware and to have a respect for dangerous things in our environment. Some people they get a little bit of knowledge and they, for some reason or another, they they lose that. They they're not grounded enough to have that respect for these type of things. And, and you see these people, you see these people every day and all day. You know, in the psychiatric in the psychiatric hospitals are full of them. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. You know, so you want to be you want you want to you don't want to rush. You know, you want to rush into rush into things. You know, it's like it's like you fast if you want to detox. You you want to go on a fast, and uh, after the first couple of days on the fast, normally. The average person gets very irritable, you know. You know, you get, you know, because your body is going through this, you know, you, you're training your body. That's so, right. So so, so the, 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 the physical body is like, she could be, you ever see a person walking their dog down the street 
and, and the dog is pulling them through the street. Yes. You know, they're holding yes. on to the chain, but, but, but the dog is pulling them. You see? Well, that's like the flesh body. The flesh body is pulling the master of the body. You see, so the, the, so so just like just like the animal is trained, we have to train these bodies to obey and be obedient, because the real master, the the, the physical flesh body, is not the master of the house. I mean, is that am I, is that kind of understood what I'm trying? Why, the point that I'm getting at? Definitely. The the, the point I'm getting at is that. In controlling these here bodies, different little things take place. The body has a rebellion. It has it's kind of rebellious. You know, it'll it rebel against that command. You know, but so the so the in the person has to be determined to be consistent in sending those commands. And once that person, you know, once that body see that, hey, some, somebody else has given, a, given me these commands and I'm just not in charge of the situation myself. So I just better sit still. So if a person is smoking cigarettes, they have a lot of other habits too. So if they want to stop smoking cigarettes, start on, stop, stop doing something else. If the That's cigarettes right. are kind of hard, stop, stop doing something else. This way here, the body then is saying, well, Okay, you know, you see, so in degrees, you're putting you're putting your body under a certain type of a check, and to the point where you can get better. Where then you're happy with your body, and you're happy with you know working in and through your body, you know, coming into this world. Because we come into this world, I mean, so we come into this flesh body. But we are just not like I mentioned that the, the, the earth is it's gonna just waiting to grind us all up, you see. I mean as much as we love, you know, we we have we have I have poems and stuff about that, you know, about uh, uh Othila, you know, which is which is a word that we use for for for, for, for the mother earth, you see. But it it, it uh, but the body, the earth and the body are 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 in old in the old griots and in the, in the old storytellers. A lot of times, when you hear about the the word bitched about the earth, they was really referring to the body. You see, because of the connection and the relationship, because it's the same things that we find in the earth, those same elements we find within our bodies. That's why we feed and we live off of the earth. You see, because yes. that's the relationship. You see, so so we got we have to uh, we we have to. In other words, we have to eat. You know, I mean, there's things that we do. We have to eat, drink, and we have uh, physical functions. It's just finding that fine tuning that function and get it get in a balance in there, where then we can harmonize the body, the mind, and, 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 and the spirit, and harmonize these things, where they're working together, you know, where, you're, where your animal, where the flesh body is now walking alongside of you, you know, and not going out in front of you and just doing anything it wanted to do with you, any urge that it decides to get, you know, oh, man. And, dra- I, and dragging you like a dog. Yeah, just dragging you down the street, you see. 
So, but that that happens, and 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 especially in, in, in this country that we live in today, is because first of all, the young people when they get uh, thirteen or fourteen years old, you know, they have real strong urges, you know, and biology is the hormones is just really just kicking in very strong, you see. So, but what happens is that they're not masters. You see, you can't expect, you can expect an a, 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 a elder person after working on self for a long time to go a couple of years without being having sexual excitements and all of this stuff because they've their, their focus is somewhere else, and they're using that energy for other creative things instead of just dissipating it, you know, just out, you know. But, but young kids... But young kids are, are, are the ones, and, and, and back on the point we were talking about earlier, when they they're making it easy to proposition these young kids with this here uh, this here sexual behavior because uh, because young kids is very you know they're they're very much influenced because their bodies are new to them and this is a new experience that they're going through in their bodies. So then you get these old heads out here that don't, that can't master anything about self, and they just want to tamper with these here young kids. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so, that, so it's very dangerous. So, so we're in a, we're living in a society is that that the young that the young kids are in danger. It's a dangerous society in that in that respect. Indeed. You know, because they're they're just too easily and too easily influenced. And you tell and the girls, you tell the girls, and when the girls they have to refrain from 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 having a, a intercourse and whatnot like that because they may get pregnant. And of course, the young boy he's not ready to in this world here to take care of a baby. In the ancient days, maybe he was uh, when he was six or seven years old, he'd do some work for the, the neighbors and in the community, and he was, by the time he was 12 or 13 years old, he got enough rope, he got a tent, he got a goat, he got a different stuff to work with, you know what I mean? So he, and he knows how to hunt, you know, so I mean, those natural things. So this world now has grown out of touch and out of sync with that aspect, that natural aspect of the development of the hormones. It's out of sync with that, totally. So what happens is that these young people, they sneak around and they have all kind of ideals about, you know, fantasies and they, you know, they experiment with all different types of thoughts and stuff like that, you see. So by the time they're 20, 21 years old, they're just as confused and mixed up as they can be. So you look in society now, everybody's twisted. You know, it's all twisted up. You see, and and and, and then the, then then the economic system, which is not their fault because they're not the Federal Reserve. It's not their money system. You know, so now they're manipulated and controlled by a system that's been created by their historical in the enemy. You know, not to say nothing about, I'm not something about look, individuals. I'm talking about the, the national sins. You know, there may be some individuals that say, well, man, I, I don't appreciate what, you know, what my people did and the, the hist- history and whatnot like that. Okay, well, they could say that, but at the same time, there is another people that are still suffering 
as a result of that. Not to get off of the off of the detox subject. But well, did we what, answer your question? I'm I'm sorry to cut you, Daddy. But did we answer your question, caller? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, thoroughly. <laughs> and so I just want to say thank you to both of you for that um, that thorough answer. And it's it's amazing. See, that he goes for spirit. He knows exactly what to say. So thank you. Thank you, Nubia. Always, Queen. Give thanks for the question. Indeed. So we're going to go to the caller from the 708, caller from the 708-422. Is this our special guest, uh, Dr. Delbert Blair? Yes, it is. Peace, peace, greetings. How are you doing, Brother Red, Brother Blue, both? Again, I've been listening to you for about an hour and a half now. And it's always good because I pick up uh, points of interest, and, of course, I get to hear other people express. And, of course, in doing so, it helps me to better express and to understand um, I don't want to take away, so I only just say this again per se, both to the Griot Father and to Vanessa Divine. Um, he made a lot of statements, many of which I agree with, some I don't, and of course that's a privilege of everybody to have their own thoughts and to relegate those thoughts to choices and words. But I will say again that that family there is very tight. You're very blessed. You've blessed each other by understanding the male-female relationship on even a daughter-sister relationship or a father-son relationship. I haven't heard too much about the sons in your family. I don't know if you have any or not. But I do say Five. this. Um, having Five. been Pardon me? I'm Five sorry? Sons. Five sons. Five sons. Five sons. I missed that part of the show. So again, you've, been with, you've been at work, and that's for sure. And they've got a good father. Obviously, they must also have a good mother to put up with the father and for the father and mother to be sacred to each other. Let me just say this because there's so much you've covered so much as a state. We could talk forever about these things. And detoxing, also keep in mind that the very air we're breathing is messed up. And you have to breathe. Nobody's going to stop breathing. So consequently, this is one of the ways they're getting you with the fluoridation and the diodes, I'm sorry, and the bromides and the cesium-90 and plutonium, all these things you're breathing every day, even the very phones that you use, the very lines that you're on, the computers you're on, also radiating you. So there are hidden choices that we have to make, too. And that's where you have to go outside of just your thoughts. Your thoughts aren't going to stop those things unless you're a god. And if you're a god, you wouldn't be here where God's trying to become gods. So I say again, never forget that there are chemicals that need to be nullified. There are devices that should be used when you're using a cell phone, when you're using the microwave oven, when you're using the television set, when you're using the smartphone and all these kind of things. And what I want to say is that, and I want to thank you both because you guys are a beautiful family. I love to see a black family and hear a black family so communicative. But I will say this again, and then I'm going to get off because I don't want to hog the show here. Uh, as I told by the blue and by the red, I wanted to, they have such an audience, I like to tap into the audience too and take them over for a little bit. And tomorrow I am also doing another telephone conference. And the highlights of that one is simply what's going on on our planet. Uh, I'm going to deal with economics and why the collapse of the world's monetary paper fiat currency and the world's banking cartel is pretty imminent. Uh, the choices that we must now make between the church, religion, and prayer versus metaphysics, spirituality, and meditation. 
And then also the earth's expanding vibrations. Many people now are feeling very nervous. They feel pressured. They feel uneasy. They feel apprehensive because time is speeding up. Time is relative to the vibrations of a planet, and this planet is going from the third dimension to the fifth dimension. So when you feel that, understand there's nothing wrong with that feeling, but you must also respect it enough. And then, as the Sister Divine is so well said, watch what you eat, drink, think, and do, because these are all products of you. And then I want to get in a little bit tomorrow on our mysterious sun. Uh, these lying astronomers and astrophysicists and meteorologists, and that's what they're doing, trying to tell you that the sunspot activity is at an all-time low. That's one of the biggest lies that they tell so many. I don't know that they even know the truth. Uh, sunspot activity is at an all-time intensity, and the vibrations of what the sunspots do then when they release these coronal mass ejections are hitting us every day, too. That's another thing we have to learn to contend with and how to use that. Just as a brother did say earlier, when you watch the sun is very important, and what hemisphere you watch in the sun, especially if you're above the, the equator. Also, I want to get in tomorrow a little bit on the increase of the size of the sunspots and the CMEs, and then things that are happening now that are almost, you know, they have a movie coming out next year uh, that's going to be very interesting. It's Prometheus, and it's Prometheus three. And that will get you to this transhumanism and all the genetic creatures that they're making at Dulce, New Mexico, and the plasma, uh, the fields, and stuff like this. So I want to get into that a little bit. And they've got new planets that they're discovering every day now, new diseases, new species, uh, new, what, new concepts, new abilities. And many people, these children now, are going to be able to move objects. And because they talk about dumb dogs, dumb dogs are more psychic than we are because they don't have to bow while to communicate. They communicate psychically, and we're going to have to get back to reading thoughts and not using so many words. And then last of all, again, I want to get into the, uh, the concentrated on femininity. And this is what happens. If you read history, the little bit that I've read, and I go back pretty long way, um, every time you start getting homosexuality, you're about to lose a civilization. From the, from the Greek to the Romans, even down to the promiscuous people that have been around at all times, that lets you know that you're about to go out. That lets you know that this particular generation of consciousness is about to come to an end. And that's when you get homosexuality. And I've often said, and I've held a couple of places here in New York and also in Chicago and in California, where we've had a discussion between homosexuality and heterosexuality. And that should be discussed even more because when you get on to the basis, you have to get into metaphysics to understand it. No other way you can. And understand, too, that there is a foreign government here. It's an alien government. Upright walking dogons, if you would, dragons, if you would. They've always talked about this. They're still with us. And one of the reasons we've got to change vibration is because they're going to be leaving. And I will make a prediction toward the end of this year, you're going to see more spaceships than you've ever had. And the beginning of next year, you're going to be going crazy seeing Delta Wing ships and all X-Trek ships and like this. So as I say, there's a reason for all these things. I don't say I have all the answers, but being old enough to still express myself as an elder, being a contactee, which most of you know, we just had a UFO seminar, I simply say again that shows like this show that there can be camaraderie. These souls coming in not only can be star children and crystal children and star seeds, but then you've got some of these old souls coming back with complete memories, and all they need is a good mother and father to express themselves, rather than to be shut up in psychiatric institutions and also in jail, I mean, and also in the service. You know, we've got over a million black men between 18 and 37, prime time, that's where our men arrive. That's why a lot of women don't have black men, because they're in jails and they're in institutions, because they know they're dangerous. They know what they can bring in as far as souls go, and they want them put away. So I've said a lot. 
I'll say this again, if I may, uh, Brother Blue and Brother Red. I'd like to give out my number for any of those who might want to tune to my teleconference tomorrow, if it's okay with you, and to give out our website number, too, if I may. Is that possible, please? Yes, please do. All right. The website is www.thecenter, and you push the number 2.com. Now, go very slowly. It's www.worldwideweb, the, T-H-E, Meta Center, short for metaphysical, nothing to do with medicine and allopathic. It's the Meta Center, M-E-T-A-C-E-N-T-E-R. You push the number two because, uh, if you know, if you just type in my name on YouTube, they steal from me all over the place. So to make sure to get to my website, I say push the number two. So it's www.themetacenter.com and push the number two. The telecom begins tomorrow at 2.15 Central Standard Time, and the phone number in case you're not at a computer, is 708-422-6685, 708-422-6685. And I compliment you again on your guest. Your guests are very interesting. And, brother, uh, the father there, I'm older than you, so I can still address you this way. I'd like to have a lot of talk with you, too, because you mentioned coming out of the body at night, and every night you die, but every night you're born again. You don't even remember our dimensional dreams, and I'd love to go with you on that one because I have been mm-hmm. asked there is remote viewing, and there is lucid dreaming. And all those things can be utilized to not only break habits but to lose weight, because I did, and you know I was poisoned. So, again, mm-hmm. I understand all you're saying. I just want to say I'm sorry for kind of horning him, but I had to mm-hmm. use Red Tune Blue Pill's audience to build my own. <laughs> Thank you very much, folks, for all right. giving, and I appreciate it very much. Well, okay. Dr. Blair, I just want to say this is Finasha Divine, and I'm just honored to, uh, we spoke before on several platforms. I'm not sure if you remember or not, but we have in the past. And I'm just grateful and thankful. Any chance I get to be able to be within the same sort of conference, whether if it's at a lecture or on the phone or just telepathically sharing a thought with like minds such as yourself, and especially to be on the phone with Dr. Delbert Blair, Red Pill, Blue Pill, Yusuf Movement, my father, all at the same time. I feel like the luckiest girl <laughs> in the world right now. I promise I do. I feel like a very special woman. And I thank you all for that. Well, yes. I think, well, well, well Dr. Blair, I, I like to, uh, I'm going to try to check your uh, check the show out. And, uh, you know, because I've heard you on other occasions and, uh, you know, how you expound on different uh, uh, topics and, 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 and your perspective on things are very interesting. And, uh said it always it'll be a pleasure, you know, to uh tune in and this be your show. Well, I appreciate your compliment. I appreciate your respect and I th- appreciate you and your family and what you're bringing tonight is very interesting, very helpful, and I hope that the sisters and brothers do take it for what it is. Information and wisdom being passed on by black people for black people and for people who are awake and I thank you so very much. Peace be with you, my brother. Indeed, indeed. All right, let's go to our next caller. We have a caller from the 206-618. Peace and welcome to Nota Ledge Radio. Caller from the 206. Here I am. You hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Welcome to Nota Ledge. Hey, thank you. Peace, brothers. How y'all doing? 
All is well, brother. How are you? Great. Doing just fine. Thank you. And uh, the guests that y'all have on the show, peace. How y'all doing? Peace, my brother. Everybody's just fine here. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. I just want to say, man, y'all having another fantastic show, as usual. Um, Short-time listener, becoming conscious. Um, And the things that y'all talking about, man, I grasp them, understand them pretty easily, you know, without too much of, um, you know, any conflict or whatnot. I uh, I work in um, – I live in Seattle. I work in corporate America and um, stuck on the phone all day. I feel like I'm on a ball and chain, you know. And uh, I keep my headphone in my ear while working on the phone, and I listen to the archive show. And if it wasn't for them shows that I'm listening to during the day, I don't know what I would do, man. I really don't know what I would do. So I appreciate y'all. Um, I was talking to a young brother today, and he was just – he's uh, from Nigeria, uh, but he lives up here. And uh, he was just talking to me about how he feels being in the, the corporate America and, and how he just feels lost. And I was just telling him, look, man, I was like, it's, it's bigger than this. And I, and I put him down on the show. I said, man, and I hope he's listening tonight. Shout out to Bank Oli. I hope you're listening. But I put him down on the show. I said, man, this is what you need to do. You need to go to KTL, listen to the shows, and they're going to break down everything that I was trying to explain to him. And, and pretty much the guests on the show tonight, it was just explaining to him, every, uh, explaining to, to the audience, explaining to us everything that I was trying to explain to him about religion and about um, uh, hidden colors. Y'all brought up hidden colors. I told him he needed to go get hidden colors one and two. Number three is on the way out. I'm going to go get that as soon as I can, as soon as it comes out on DVD. And just, um, you know, how we just stuck in the matrix and uh, we, just, we, we lost out here. And when you become conscious, start eating right. As uh, as your guest was saying, eating takes you a long way. Takes you a long way. Um, Fasting—that's another thing. You know, giving up certain things, giving up sex, giving up alcohol, giving up uh, TV, um, food. You know what I mean? Uh, I got a a friend. Her dad owns a a soda company, a soda factory. He tells his kids, "Do not drink soda. Don't drink it." So they don't drink soda. I quit drinking soda after I heard that. Did a little bit of research, and I just, it's poison. I tell people, they look at me and laugh and crack open a can of soda. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, really, I really didn't have a question. I, I just wanted to, to say thank you for, for doing the shows. Please uh, continue doing the shows. Um, I know y'all want to move on to uh, to um, doing videos, uh, something like uh, Sinet is doing. So uh, when y'all expound and expand and do that, um, one of my ideas that I had is uh, to interview prisoners. I don't know if y'all do that, but I feel like in a, a couple of prisoners that have been, a couple of my family members that have been locked up, when I talk to them, either when they get free or when they still locked up, they just tell me their experience in prison is almost a freedom because they have time to sit and get to know themselves and read. Right. And be in a quiet place at a time, you know, if they get a, you know, a chance to be in a quiet spot. But they get to know themselves in prison, which they don't get to do when they're free. When they get out, they be like, man, I'm back yeah. at it again, man. My goodness. So if, crazy. if y'all ever get a chance to interview a prisoner um, that has some knowledge, that has picked up books and, and put in that work, I encourage that. Yeah, I've, I've interviewed a few. I have some archives. Okay. You know, okay, I'm going to have to I'm, go back and get them. I can go back No, no, not on the program. I'm speaking video-wise. Okay. I've never released this footage, but 
I'll be chopping it up and, you know what I'm saying, and disseminating some of it to the family when we put something together. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I absolutely agree with you. That's 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 a wonderful um, pool of, of, of interviewees that we need to focus on because their perspective is very sharp. And like the brother said, it's, there's so many people behind the wall. So oftentimes a lot of things that are being pumped into the minds of the children by way of the entertainment industry, you know, they don't they don't show you both sides of the coin. You know what I mean? And you really got to hear from somebody that just came from there what's really going on, a different perspective from an OG that's like, look, you don't want to be in there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll definitely be um, looking to do more of that in the future. Yes, sir. And I've I've gotten back the word that the, inf- the everything that we're doing in the quote-unquote world is being reverberated behind the wall. So instead of them reading a book about, you know, the revolution and stuff like that, they're, they're relating to it in real time. So mm-hmm. what's really important is that we complete the missions and complete the work and work together in a unified with a unified theorem in this world, and that's going to free our brothers and sisters inside because they're going to be, you know, they're going to be attracted to the knowledge, to the information, to the light. The the brother was saying that he listens to KTL to get through the day. And, you know, Sister Finasha was talking about being a healer. Well, this is the healing village. You know, know the ledge is it's, it's therapeutic. It's a healing village. We're healing people, but we're giving them the light, transformation. You know, so we're showing you in real time that this stuff works. So, um, you know, I definitely yeah, yeah. want to. Yeah, shout out to your co if he's listening. You know, welcome, <laughs> brother. Yeah. I hope What's he's up? listening. If not, he's going to be on the archives. I'm, I'm going to have him uh, dig it up and listen because he needs it. We all need it. What's up? And, and we send love and support to all of the brothers and sisters that's in corporate. You know, they got to do that dance. You know what I'm saying? We totally understand. And um, I got my own business, by the way. I'm just, you know, trying to get it up off the ground and and keep it pushing. So you gotta, yeah, you gotta yep. you have yep. um, because you gotta it, do it, both. It's something that yeah, you gotta self support and and and. Sometimes you got to go in there and you got to play that game, you know. And um, it could become a dangerous game if you're not grounded because a lot of people are getting lost on that battlefield. So we want to salute the brothers that, and the sisters that are still doing the corporate thing, but they got a, you know, they got a toe thing, and, and especially the ones such as yourself, they have their own businesses or have plans for their own businesses. And, you know, they got to figure out how to juggle those things. You know what I'm saying? We need and an institution that's going to help people and, make that transition. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, brother. Yeah. And we're going to be able to offer that um, through cons- consultations. As you can see by the guests that we brought on our show, we have brothers with consultant firms, you know, 
and and things like you know professionals. So for the corporate family that's listening to these shows, ever since January we started our KTL empowerment campaign. If you look around the community, that campaign has been affecting different organizations and groups like that is what's going on right now. So we just encourage the corporate family, you know, become fortune builders with us. Let's sit down. Let's build. You know what I mean? Let's get with these consultants. But before we go any further, I want to first and foremost give thanks for the hospitality. I remember we started this show talking about, you know, consciousness or high consciousness being truly about character, virtuosity, you know, the conversation that we began um, last week. And the guest that we have on the show tonight is, you know, it's an honor for me to have her here to let the world see the light that she is. And with, with her father coming on the show to see the, let the world see the light that she comes from, that she emanates from, because she's shown hospitality, high character, virtuosity, and all of these things in real time. You know what I mean? Me and my wife and the baby girl, uh, baby Wisdom Bella, we're hosts, you know, at her at her at her house, at her humble abode out here. But um the monumental things that I've seen and she's shown me, we are planning a retreat. We're planning something that is going to be uh the real life version of what you what you get on KTL radio shows every Tuesdays and Fridays. Picture that in a, in a virtual, in a real world. Picture that what that would look like in a paradise setting. You know, uh, she's shown, yeah, I, I'm telling you, we've seen acres and acres and acres of paradise out here, open land, waterfalls, all kind of stuff, um, coral uh. castles. You know, I mean, you'll see in the pictures. Y- y'all going to think that I got my passport. Like, yo, hold on, brother. As long as how do you get to like. <laughs> I ain't even leave the state. Oh, I ain't get stamped, and I'm, I'm we straight. You know, she's tapped into some stuff. So, this is going to be an experience that we're going to be able to share with the family. It's going to be. We were. I was looking at video from the cruise the other day, and and I, I mean, I feel bad that we haven't done more of this. I, I, like I was looking that. at. Yeah, I was looking at the pictures. That I was, was putting together this lecture, and I, I was in the folder looking at those pictures, man, and it almost brought me to tears. I was like, damn, like, that's the family. I miss a lot of those people from the pictures, and, and I just, you know, the overall experience of just being out there, you know, that that felt so grown up, you know what I'm saying? I, I really felt like we were um, doing a greater good, not just for ourselves. Right, right. And, but, you and, know. And the family, but um, just the whole grid, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just the whole, our people, per, you know what I'm saying? Like you were showing up. But the up thing is, even about this grid, I don't mean to interrupt you. Excuse me, Blue, but this is Peacock Nubia. The thing about this grid is the fact that there are fruits here. You know, there's a lot of health and wellness. You know, coaches or gurus, whatever. But they don't even know. They can't explain to you what some of these fruits are. And I heard um, Jeff Fati, Fanasha Fatima say. They don't even know. And when I actually went and saw these these exotic fruits and the exotic vegetables and this whole grid, the land, I mean, the potential out here. Oh, yeah. You know, That's paradise. It, and and it, like we said on multiple shows, there's, 
there's stuff that grows in Florida that don't grow nowhere else, especially where you're at in terms of the proximity to those waters. That's maybe Africa. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not going to exist. Okay. Yeah, it's like, that's for example, whole... even, most people don't even know what a guanapana is, you know, or a dragon fruit. They can't see it. Or jackfruit. You know, jackfruit. Blue. To see how beautiful, to yeah. taste it. I mean, there's even, like, a fruit stand down here that is so beautiful and so amazing that, I mean. Like, oh, no. blue. I mean, remember the knips from St. Croix? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now picture that red with, uh, yo, I'm telling you, I ate the, uh, the guanapana. You know when you eat a, uh, uh, an exotic fruit and your DNA begins to speak, like you start hearing certain things in late Yeah. Oh, it was, it was a new experience for my taste buds, like, it was like old DNA was being activated when I started to eat the uh, those those ancient fruits and those fruits, bruh. We saw acres upon acres of land that were, um, you know, harvesting crops out here. We saw. I, I got yeah, the picture. I was trying to tell you about out no here in California. Yes, I've, seen, I've seen miles upon miles. Of land. And the people, we yes, have no yes. excuse. That is true commerce, bro. That is when you see the market that all of those different um, farms yield, and they bring all of their fruits and all of their produce and stuff to that market. The way they put that thing together, like we we can't talk crap at this point. But look, I want to give the phone to Fanasha and let her do a thing. You know, yeah, we're gonna have pictures of it on Odalez TV on our Facebook page. You know what I'm saying? And also on um, Fanasha Devon's website, we're going to put up the images. But that's just going to be a glimpse of what it is that we're all going to do as a collective in the very, very near future. But I'm going to let her talk about that and, um, you know, let the people know where they can get in touch with her. Yes. Thank you, Brother Red. Thank you very much. And, yes, we are definitely speaking into existence, and we're excited to prepare for the upcoming health, Wealth and Knowledge of Self Retreat and Cruise coming 2015. I'm so excited about oh. it. I can't wait to be able to oh, share yeah. and bring to the family, collectively bring myself and you guys and everyone that shares this platform that operates from a place of spirit. I'm very excited for us to come together in 2015. And bring this whole health, wealth, and knowledge of self tour and cruise to fruition. I'm very excited about that. I'm not sure if we had any other callers on the line, but before we go into any other callers, and if we didn't have any other callers, I would like to close with one of our poems, stories, letters, Um but I would like to say that, again, if anyone wants to find me, you can find me on Facebook under Chef Fati, that's Chef, F-A-T-I, or under Fanasha Divine on Facebook. If you're looking to find out more about Bakum Day, that is the Griots, myself, my father, and another list of poets and artists, um, one of them, Nagis Sabara Ketka, 
You can find us on Facebook under Bakumbade. That is B A K U M B A D A E. Please be sure to look us up on Facebook under Bakumbade. So, brother. Blue, I don't know if there was anyone else who had their hand raised in the call queue that wanted to have a question, but if not, oh, I would like to um, post I'm not home. in front of the studio right now. Yeah, so we would need Brother Red to um, officiate that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right, so I would like to close the show. Um, Dad, did you have anything else that you wanted to to say or add to the bill before I go into our closing poem? Well, you know, uh, I could think right now of a million things that I want to say after this whole show. I mean, my mind is really spinning. My mind is really spinning, you know. But I'm going to sit back and listen to this poem, you know. (laughs) No, I'm good. Pops, man. I appreciate you, Pops. You know what I'm saying? Oh, likewise. You, really, likewise. you, you, you came forth with a, a voice that was much needed. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate your sacrifice. I appreciate what was important to your family. And, you know, by proxy that you've been able to share with us. Feel me? I don't know if you're still in Wisconsin, man, but we got to get you a box. <laughs> I, I, what was that? I said, I don't know if you're still in Wisconsin, man, but we got to get you a out of there. Yeah. Oh, I'm not in Wisconsin, no. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's too cold up there for me. Too cold. Too cold. But we really do appreciate your contribution. We appreciate the demonstration that you both put on for us this evening. Um the father-daughter team is a beautiful demonstration. Interestingly enough, you know, I had a, I went to see Transformers earlier, and that same dynamic, the the the, the cent, one of the center points of that movie was the father-daughter relationship. So, to come on the program tonight and to see our version of it, you know what I'm saying, and how we do it, it's such a beautiful thing. And, well, um, I really enjoyed your show. I liked the way your show was laid out. Your your callers, you had a lot of very bright callers and topics and conversation. It was very nice. You know, it kept me very interested. And like I say, my mind's kind of spinning in, in, a, in, a, in a on different frequencies and what have you, which is good. You know, I like that. You know, so it was uplifting. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for your contribution. And lifting it, you know what I'm saying? It's all about the spirit, and you definitely, uh, you know, put it there tonight. Put it up there where it needs to be. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the blue. And I wanted to just give a shout-out to Kings County Clothing for sponsoring the attire that Fanasha Divine Essentials Company and Crew was able to sport and wear yesterday at the premiere screening for Hidden Color Street here in Miami. I had many... <laughs> like I was fresh, huh? <laughs> yes, we were fresh to death. 
We had the Sinetta <laughs> TV shirts in the building. We had the Moorish Warlords in the building. We had the ancient Kemet uh, T-shirts in the building. And all the, oh, yeah, we were repping. In, we, what, nobody was left out. We were repping the right. whole lineage. And all of these great garments can be found at Kings County Clothing. That is with triple K's. K-I-N-G-Z-K-O-U-N-T-Y dot bigcartel dot com. Definitely. So make sure you guys check that out. Brother uh, Philip T. Moreland, Red Pill, Kings County Clothing. What I would like to do at this time is I would like to thank you guys, Brother Red, Brother Blue, the KTO family, for allowing myself, for Nasha Divine and my father, Yusuf Mumin Shabazz, for coming on this show and welcoming us into your sacred space and allowing us this opportunity to share and build with your your family our perspectives of love and light with the family. And I would like to close with a poem, if I'm allowed. Yes, yes you are. As wisdom speaks. As wisdom speaks from the other side, the veil of the sacred comes off. From out of the matrix and into the vortex, we transcend time and space. As a divine marriage of the conscious and the subconscious mind takes place, we welcome you to the now. Where everyone wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to die, disconnected from the present, putting their lives on hold, waiting for something better beyond the sky. Will you miss me when I'm gone? What if I told you that 99% of me cannot be seen and your physical reality was only an awakened dream played out in the matrix from inside of the vortex? With freedom of choice, there are over 6 million ways to live, but I will offer the suggestions of one. Let's start with free. Freedom from mental slavery, as I, too, would rather die on my feet than live on my knees. But first, first we must understand the program, the true concept of I am, divine wisdom and supreme mathematics. You see, she is I, and I is she, and she is he, and he is we, and we are one, consciousness. United under the power of many suns. We are the alphas, the omegas. We have no beginning, so we have no end. For we are limitless. The one seed that gives birth to a billion trees. So come with me. Come into the vortex. The realm of the unmanifest. The unknown of I am. The black hole in perception where time no longer exists. Where your third eye becomes awakened to all illusions and all myths. Take a ride inside the mothership. As we sail through the abyss, cracking codes down the yellow brick road as we escape the land of Oz and the curse of the wicked witch. For as wisdom speaks from the other side, the veil of the sacred comes off. From out of the matrix and into the vortex, we transcend time and space. As a divine marriage of the conscious and the subconscious mind takes place, we welcome you 
to the now. I am Fanasha Divine of Bakun by Day with Yusuf Moomin and Agis Sabarak Ka. And we thank you for allowing you us onto your show. Bakun by Day. Indeed, that was beautiful. Thank you. And we definitely look forward to... um, you know, bringing it into 3D. Thank you very Allowing much. Allowing the family to, to partake in this experience. You know, Pop's got to come on a cruise. We got to have a griot night. You know what I'm saying? You know, these are just things that we have to do. Again, we thank you, KTO family. Brother Red, Brother Blue, for having us on the show. And any time, any time, we're just a thought away. Peace be with you, Brother Red, Brother Blue. Absolutely, thank you. And you as well. And to all of your beautiful children and your entire family, we send you a peace, love, and light. I say to the Brother Bobby Womack, continue to make your music. You know, on a higher plane. Yes. And with that, um And Happy New Moon family. Happy Cancer huh? New Moon. Happy Cancer New oh, yeah. Moon. Happy yes, happy new moon as well. You know, make the invitations, make them count. You know what I'm saying? Remember all positive thoughts. Plant your seeds, put your hands in the dirt, literally and figuratively. And if nothing else, you know, walk away from this program just like the brother said, with a with a different understanding of not only the mother and the daughter and the wife, but also the earth. Feminine principle in all respects. And um, you know, the cancer is, is home as well, love and light. Shout out to uh, somebody give Wisdom Bella a kiss for me, okay? Got you, definitely. Got it. Brother Red, Brother Blue, it's always a pleasure. And we thank you so much here within our sacred space and our immediate family and on behalf of South Florida as a whole. We welcome KTL to South Florida and, you know, it's just an honor to be able to share this platform and move forward collectively with the family. We give thanks. Yes, indeed. And to the family out there, we'll see you next Tuesday. Same bad time, same bad channel. Peace, love, and light. Health, wealth, knowledge, yourself. Always keep those principles in your heart. And we will be back with another explosive episode. Peace.
Peace. Peace. Peace.